Let's begin now. I woke up this morning and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look.
Come on, baby, come on, don't let me down, let me down, let me down, let me down.
Joan Rivers is the bartender. He sees a sign over the bar that reads, Cheese sandwich, $1.50. Hand job, $10. He says to Joan Rivers, are you the one that gives the hand jobs? Joan says, yes, I am. He says, well, wash your hands, bitch. I want a cheese sandwich. God, I miss Gilbert Godfrey so much. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to a new week. Welcome to a Monday edition. I know it's Monday, but hey, I'm here. You're here. Let's get this thing going. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, the Arnie State Show. Now, now today's a big day because today is new hat day. Now, of course, I'm not wearing it during the show because then I had to put headphones on it. It messes it all up. But to let everybody know, there's a picture up on my social medias. I got my brand new letter A hat in Sanskrit. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, I went and got that done yesterday at North Park. It looks awesome. And I have figured out what's next this morning. I, I, I The next two. So if anybody wants to send me some JPEGs, I'd appreciate it. I need the, the first one is the uh, Morse code symbol for the letter A. It's simply a dot and a dash. I might not need the JPEG for that. It's a dot and a dash. I think that'd be hilarious on a hat. And, and the other one is the sign language A. So I'm going to get a hat that's got an open fist on it making an A. Those are the next two, next to Mage's, of course, when Mage gets back from Japan and he sends me a letter A hat in Japanese. Very, very exciting. Very exciting. Also today on the social media pages, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he was at it again late, late last night. Christopher, you are amazing, young man. Went and saw the, the, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie, um, The Covenant, the Guy Ritchie film. Pretty much what I expected when I saw the review. Check it out. If you're a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan, I'm sure you'll see it. But hey, Christopher saw it for you, so you ain't got to if you don't want to. Christopher, as always, you are an amazing human being. There you go. All right, all right. We got all that out the way. All right, so we got New Hat Day out of the way. Christopher. Oh, by the way, I put up, a, a, maybe this is my, 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 my tape to send to the PBA, the Professional Bowling Association. I'm flipping around channels yesterday, right, watching TV. And all of a sudden, they got pro bowling on. Now, pro bowling's been on TV ever since I was a little kid, and it's always been fucking awful. People don't watch it, Right? Good morning, Zach. He just texted in. I'll get to the good mornings here in a second. He ain't first one here, though. Um, so I'm watching this, and this this mop-headed fucking dude, he's using two hands to bowl. So uh, I'm, I'm submitting my resume and my, my, my talent tape in. It's, it's up on the Facebook uh, and on my uh, Tickety Talk page. Uh, me doing some, some quick bowling commentary. I think you may enjoy it. But I'm not sure. We'll see. I, I, you bowlers will like it. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, boy, oh boy, everybody's talking. I, I don't know what the new mixer looks like. I just have the same mixer. Uh, let's see. First one here today. Uh, we got to get to the good mornings, and then we'll start some of this show. At least we'll try. First one here is Cowboys Girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, 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 we aren't going to do that. Uh, she says, good morning, ass family. Camped a couple nights in Yosemite. Still have my limbs. Yep, for now. I, I'm glad. Glad, just saying. I'm just saying, you got them for now. So there you go. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. I'm not advocating that everybody should drink. It just worked for me. No, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's how you landed me. You, you were obviously drunk, so there you go. I hope you have a spectacular day. Battleborn in Nebraska says, morning, ass family. House of Pain's up in this bitch. He says, good morning, ass family. Straight fire, definitely in the house. Well, frickin' die! New Mixler, this one hopefully shit the bed proof. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Had to work all day on Friday, so I couldn't listen to the show live. Well, you missed out. Tommy was here. Then saw that Mixler shit the bed, so now I can't even listen to Friday's show. Why can't you listen to Friday's show? Friday shows up at ArnieRadio.com. I had to... I had to Look, look, I had to go through a bunch of shit to get everything up there, but there's two parts. There's a part for Friday, and there's a part for Saturday. If you go to ArnieRadio.com, you hit the podcast thing, you'll see a big calendar up there, and you'll see Bionic Tommy 1 and Bionic Bionic Tommy 2. That's what they're labeled as. At least that's how I label them. But they are available. And he says, guess Tommy needs to be on the show again. Oh, absolutely. Tommy needs to be on the show as much as possible, but... We got to make that happen for him. Sanchez family says, hey, now, Derek, my man, Derek is all up in here. Becca. He says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Becca. Yes, Becca, Becca. Monday. Uh, Battleborn says, kick ass music for a blah Monday. That's why you're the doctor. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Special Kale, it's meat out Monday. Woot, woot. Whatever that may I, I'm, I'm having steak today, so that's good. Hockey player. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Monday. Well, happy Monday to you, too, my friend. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Made, okay, but- Made says, good morning, ass and AIG, because my five-year-old son started baseball yesterday. The Japanese word of the day is yaku, translation, Baseball, look at, uh, oh my gosh, they, this show is so amazing. I, I, I have to say, truly it is. Because we are an educational program. There we go, we're teaching you different languages, doing all kinds of stuff here for you. Uh, Derek says it's a six-letter word for Monday. Let's go, Brandon, M-U-N-D-A. <laughs> Gold says, morning, y'all. Longhorn Wiener Dad all up in the house. Good morning to you, my brother. I hope that you are doing well. He says, good morning, uh, brother, as family. It's my hump day, and OU still sucks. Amen to that. Amen. He arrived in Oklahoma is here. She says, good morning. There you go. There mass ejaculations happening there as we speak. Hockey player says that JPEG I sent you work. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So now I need one of sign language hand and Morse code letter A. <laughs> Those are just funny. 
Stackar all up in the house. He says, good morning, ass family. Our official Indian correspondent, uh, Dot, not Feather, 7-Eleven, not Casino. Ah, yeah, 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 not, uh, your out's all up in here. She says, morning, y'all. Whoa, the Mixler app changed. I guess it's changed. Okay. Hope you're doing good today. Pro Bowling didn't hit big until Big Earn McCracken and Roy Munson joined. Amen to that. I tried to click on Saturday and both didn't work for me. I have to try again later. Thanks for uploading. No problem. Uh, get them cans out, Trash Panda said. Chaz says, Monday Blahs ass family. Dr. States is here to get us through, everyone. Calm the fuck down. Amen. Stinkfist says, morning ass. A's on pace for the worst record of all time. Yeah, but they still beat the Rangers on Friday night. I was pissed about that. I got to tell you, the worst team in baseball, and they come to your house after you put four runs on the board in the first inning, and they went five to four. Now, granted, the next day we beat them 19 to two. That was a fucking slobber knocker. Woof. Garcia had three bombs, two doubles. That's a hell of a day right there. Uh, I watched most of the, the series this weekend. watched a lot of baseball. Uh, I am watching a lot of baseball. Uh, very happy about that, mainly because the Rangers are decent. Until they start to shit the bed, then I'll, then I'll go away and wait for college football season to start. And then when they shit the bed, I'll be like, okay, the Cowboys. Well, then the Cowboys shit the bed. So then I'll just have to look forward to baseball season again. That's my lot in life. But, hey, at least I got cool hats. Uh, can we start the show? Do I, do I need anything else? New hat day, movie review, bowling video. Um, okay. I know that I've said I'm at war with the transgender community, and I am. And we'll get to that here in a little bit. But do you want to know who, 18, I'm sorry, uh, it, it was only 18, not 19, assholes. Sorry, stink fist. Um. Do you know who I really want to be at war with? I want to go to war with the United States media. That's what I want to do. At least your team didn't blow a perfect game like the Cubs. Oh, God, that was fucking painful. Pitcher had a a perfect game going with one out left. Ball was dribbler hit by, I didn't know, did he bunt? Did the guy, but if the guy bunted, the guy's a piece of shit who bunt. But he hit a dribbler to the pitcher, and the pitcher was going to field it, and the catcher jumped on him. I don't know why he jumped on him, but there went the perfect game. Well, sad. I want to go against the media, and this is every form of media, whether it's, I don't care if it's Fox News, I don't care if it's CNN, I don't care if it's left-wing news, I don't care if it's the right-wing news. Y'all need to do a better job of doing your job. Now, I had this headline on Friday, but we didn't get to it, and I've been stewing over it over all weekend. Because I have to say, to print, if if I was the guy in charge, and this is Fox News, if I was the guy in charge of their website, um, Brooke Singman would be fired immediately for writing this headline. The headline is, White House insists no political interference in Hunter Biden probe after IRS whistleblower comes forward. What did you think they were going to say, Brooke? I, 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 seriously, did you think that the White House was going to say, yep, 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 we're blocking the investigation? What did they, uh, huh? White House insists no political interference. Well, if they said it, there's none there, I guess it's got to be true. Why, as a journalist, would you write something so stupid? 
I, I, I mean, really. Did, did you take your extra strength stupid fuck pills that day? Of course they're going to say that. Do you think Kareen Jean-Pierre is going to come out and tell you the truth? That they're using every bit of power that they have to keep young Hunter out of prison? And instead of smoking crack pipes, he's going to be smoking big black cocks? Uh, Swoosh says, good morning, ass family. Allergies suck two days until vacation and Palm Desert golf trip. Yeah. Look out, Swoosh. They telling allergies might be the new COVID strain. <laughs> um, almost done with reading the laptop from Hellbook. Hunter, Joe, and the entire Biden guilty is, is so guilty, it's not even funny anymore. You know, and, and that's the part that I have a problem with. Look, look, I understand that the White House isn't going to say anything, but that's when you press them. See, here, here's the better. Uh, White House refuses to come clean about political interference in Hunter Biden probe. That's better. That sounds at least better because at least it sounds like you really asked. But it insists no political interference. Of course they're not going to say anything. But the White House isn't going to come forward. Joe's not going to come forward and say, oh, I, I, I mean, this is... This is the most honest Joe Biden's ever been. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I don't fucking know. I mean, seriously. I will tell you this. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. Really? So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. Uh, anyway. Huh? That guy's the best communicator in the White House? I don't think so. Unless she's talking about the actual president, whether it's Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, or whoever they got in charge. I mean... What a stupid son of a bitch. Yes, straight fire, he truly, truly is. Oh, my God. I, you know, this, this is the part that gets me the most. As you know that we do this show, we use, we use consistency and logic and fuck your feelings. Okay. All I'm asking for is a little bit of consistency with our federal government. Now, I know that that's the stupidest thing that I've ever said on this show. But wouldn't it be consistent if, if, if there were allegations of the former president receiving Russian help to get elected. And they investigated and impeached him on that. And they found nothing. If there was all kinds of shit and, and actual fucking evidence of Hunter Biden's laptop, we have, we have former directors of the CIA coming out and said they told 50 different spies to sign this letter that said the laptop was Russian disinformation and it's all a lie. We have all this shit, right, coming forward. By the way, got new microphone, new headphones today, so uh, so hopefully these will work better. Uh, if the clicking happens, I'm still looking for the silicone fucking deal, the silicone lub lubricant. Target didn't have it. Walmart didn't have it. So I got to go to an actual grocery store. Um, but where where's the consistency 
that we're going to at least investigate because it doesn't even seem like we're really investigating anything. I mean, Hunter Biden hasn't been questioned once by either the FBI, National Security Agency, nobody, NSA, I, I don't care, local police, Mayberry, Barney Fife hasn't gone to him with the bullet in his pocket and said, hey, Hunter, can we have a talk? I'll get you some of fucking Aunt B's pie. And I ain't talking about the apple. Hey, now. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing, but there's a reason. Check for the lube near the Bud Light. <laughs> oh, Budweiser, you make me laugh. And all these people come, oh, people are stupid for doing that. You know, really, they're, they're stupid because they got mad that Dylan Mulvaney was on Bud Light. Well, I, I guess then we're all right then. Uh, let's put an Jemima's ass back on the damn pancake mix. I'm sure Uncle Ben would like to be back on his rice box. That cream of wheat guy, he'll, slide, he, he'll give you some soft shoe. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of the two different fucking l- rules that go. You see, when the right... And, and, and Tommy explained this really well, and he's right about it. When the right, and, and this is the shit that I've been telling you guys about. When the right decides to do their actions, as I've told you in the past, do not, whatever you do, do not wake that side up. Now, see, you woke that side up with Budweiser, and what happened? close to $8 billion lost in revenue. Now, will they get that revenue back? Of course they will. They're a fucking beer company. It's not like they're going to go out of business over this, but people will be losing their head. And I I have a story about that, and we'll get back to it. But let's keep Cracker Jill away from the ballparks. I'm not even going to respond to that. That, No, uh, it's Cracker Jack. That's all they are. You want to try to change the name of that, I'll slap you in the mouth. All I want is consistency. Because, see, this roller coaster ride, this is not us. We're a country that's based in consistency. But, man, oh, man, it sure as fuck doesn't seem like it lately. Um, speaking of the White House, I want to thank Chris for sending me this story. I didn't see this yesterday. And all I have to do is play this right here. Let me just uh, hold on, make sure I get the right. Uh, there it is. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Is everybody sitting down for this? ISIS, you know, the terrorists, the bad guys, the 9-11ers, ISIS, beheadings, awful people. ISIS is using Afghanistan as a terror base after our fucking horrible withdrawal. Um, This has been leaked. U.S. intelligence findings part of the trove posted to Discord messaging platforms discuss specific ISIS plans to hit major events like the World Cup. And they are using Afghanistan as a meeting place. Golly. I don't think anybody said that. <gasps> oh, wait. 
I do believe that someone said that. Um, Say my name. Uh, uh, duh, duh, duh. Excuse me. Somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Yep. Somebody had to do it. Yep, that, that's me. That's me. That's why I'm no longer liked in my family because of this. Excuse me. Somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. I, I truly Somebody am. Somebody had to do it. I, I truly am the chosen one. And I told you that, that as soon as we withdrew and the 13 Marines were murdered uh, in front of our own eyes, and we have done jack and shit about it, um, that, that ISIS would take over Afghanistan. And lo and behold, ISIS has taken over Afghanistan. Great job, Joe. Awesome. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. It's, uh, I just I have to sit back and laugh. I have to sit back and laugh because, oh, man, they've known about that for a while and nobody's saying anything. Of course, nobody's saying anything. Um, well, let's get to at least something that was entertaining over the weekend. Um, this guy who's running for president on the Republican side, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, like, zero chance of winning. We are never going to have a president who has the name Swamy in his name anywhere. <laughs> We're just not. President Swamy, that, 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 that just does not have the old red, white, and blue ring to it. I, when I hear President Swamy, I don't think he's going to be throwing out a ball at a first game. I think maybe he's either watching, you know, soccer or cricket. At the, probably cricket. He seems like a nice enough guy. Businessman, all this kind of stuff. And I like him even more after this fucking, this knockdown drag out he got into with Don Lemon. If it plays. If you are type 2 and take metformin, well, I don't. check your feet and legs for these two things. And I'm going to check your mom's I don't really ass. see what one has to do with the other, especially consider and using the Civil War to talk about black Americans. That war was not fought for black people to have guns. That's, that's, that's not... That war was fought for black people to have freedoms in this country. Yeah. Actually, that's why the Civil War was fought. Okay. And the sad that part about it... fought for, for black people to have guns, I think. Actually, did you not hear him, Don? Black people did not get to enjoy the other freedoms until their Second Amendment rights were secured. And I think that that's black, one of the lessons that we still learned. aren't allowed to enjoy the freedoms. I disagree with you country. on that, Don. I disagree okay. with you. I think okay. you're doing a disservice well, to our country okay. by failing to recognize when the you, fact that we have the quality of the law. When and you live in this country, then you can disagree with me. But we're not. You mentioned in here that I we disagree. three different shades Don, of melanin. Don, I think we have to be able to talk about these issues in the open regardless of the color of our skin. Black Americans today, to say that, compare that to 1865 and 1964, I think you need to compare it to 1865 and 1964 is actually, I think it's insulting to black people. It's insulting to me as an African with you because it's infuriating for you to put that to put those things together it's not right your telling of history is wrong your how is his telling of history wrong that until the 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 civil war was fought nobody the black people didn't have rights in this country and it took them almost a, another hundred years to get real rights to where they could vote so what are you talking about don of course that war was fought 
You're what part thinking? of the history was wrong? What, yeah. what, what, what part of the history was wrong? That the Civil War was fought. You're making people think that the Civil War was fought for black people, only for black people to get guns and for black people no. to The have, Civil War was fought for right. black people in this country to get freedoms, a noble mission. And I think that it, even yes, after, right. even after we succeeded, to, to we had to actually secure those freedoms. To reduce it in a speech at the NRA to say you're making people think, or you're trying to say that black people... Uh, to get guns, that was that, that was the reason that you're there at the NRA. That was the reason for uh, for the Civil War. It I is think a that's fact. Reductive. It's not and reductive. I think it's insulting. And the Second Amendment was Black part of the security. Oh, this part's great. Keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So, uh, hang on one second. So to say that that Black people say, say what you said again. Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War. It is a historical fact, Don. Just study it. Only after their Second Black Amendment rights had, were secured. They were not secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not, you are discounting uh, uh, Reconstruction. You're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African Americans. I got to, there's, there's one part they look, look, African Americans did not have all the rights that they got. I mean, there's the whole Jim Crow thing. Look, Mr. Mr. Ramaswamy, who I, I think is an, a very eloquent speaker. Um, and, and I understand what he's trying to say, but but you're going a little far. I, I'm just saying a little far. But Don Lemon, if he can't concentrate with a producer talking in his ear, probably pretty much saying, hey, this guy's a guest, don't be a dick. And I put the video up so you guys can see it, and there's a, a white blonde lady sitting there, and she's just drinking coffee. She is not having any of it. She's like, I'm staying the fuck out of this. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Alicia, good morning to you. She says, holy crap, Mixler's new look is pretty nice. I got to check this out. It looks the same on my end, so. Ogre says, first pitch, no. Walk out to the mound, pull a cord and blow up, sure. <laughs> Sanchez family said, fudge, Packer. Ooh, shut up, Don, such a dirtbag. Uh, Ogre says, as a gay black man, he's a professional victim. And as a media person, he's part of the protected. Holy fourth estate, fuck him. I think Vivek is really hoping to be picked for VP. Ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. No. It, it, look, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you why this guy is not going to win. It's very, very simple. I was wrong in 2004. I was. And I, I, I went on the air, and I, I've, I've stated this. I was completely wrong. 2008, I changed my mind because of the person he was running against. But I didn't think that there would be a way that Barack Obama would win the presidency because this country is still racist. Like it or not, like it or not. But but the, the black folks came out and vote, and they pushed it over the top. Barack Obama won. 2000, uh, was that? Yeah, that was 2008. So 2012, I knew he was going to re- win re-election. Uh, I would have told him, yes, it did change. You were on TV next to a white lady and allowed to talk, LOL. Well, that, I mean, that has a lot to do more with 1964 civil rights case. But, but, but you're on a point that... I understand, like I said, I understand the point that Vivek's making, or Ramaswamy, Swami's making. We'll call him Swami now. I, I get it. I totally understand what he's saying. It was, it was, 
the Civil War was fought to give the African Americans, the black folks, a chance. Yet lawmakers in this country still held it against them until the 60s, the 1960s. Remember, that was the 1860s before Jim Crow. Yeah, I, I, I realized that, Scott. I was wrong about that. Uh, it was 2008. Um, Jim Crow laws, things like that, segregation, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't until after that that, but black people did have the Second Amendment right. I'm just saying. But I get where they're both coming from. Don Lemon's a, a bitch. Uh, Ramaswamy might get a cabinet position. Absolutely. Now, I'll tell you this right now. I think that America would more likely uh, elect a woman. I think they would more likely elect a Hispanic person. When you have the name of Ramaswamy, now he may be Indian, and I know Indians are peaceful. We've never gone to war with India. They have a billion people, and they would just fling their poop at us, and I like Indian people, a.k.a. our official Indian, Stakhar. I look at Stakhar, and he represents a billion people, and I like him, so I like those people. Americans, though, see him with that name, and what do they see? They see the 19 guys that were on planes that flew him into buildings. That's what America sees. And it's going to be a long time, a long time before we get that image out of our heads. Nothing against this man, and I know that none of those people were Indian. I know that. I know it. But... You know, you, you think of them wonderful world of the whites, those people in West Virginia that don't watch TV the way I do, that don't watch the news like I do. When they see that this guy comes and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like I said, I have nothing against him. If he were running and Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis weren't running and he was a good candidate, I would look into him. I don't have a problem with him. 7-Eleven, not casino, dot, not feather, just clarification's sake. Okay, thank you, Swoosh. Appreciate that. Fox had a panel of young conservatives who all said they liked him. Maybe he's the young people's guy. Maybe. And, and I saw something arise, and, and, and I love these studies. These are my favorite studies. Oh, the Gen Zers and who they want to run for president on the Democratic side. I, I think it's wonderful that they get politically activated, the Gen Zers, who they want to see, and, and these young conservatives, these groups that vote. But for the, I don't know, 4,800th and sixth time, I'll tell you once again, everybody, young people do not vote. They never have, and they never will. Why? It's a pain in the ass to them. They don't want to stand in line and push buttons. It's stupid. Now, you want to get young people to vote, you put it on the Internet. But you can't make it secure on the Internet so young people ain't going to vote. Okay? Young people aren't as nerdy as we were back in the day. And I'll, I'll say it right now. I was excited to vote for my first presidential election. Oh, man, I was pumped. I and, my first one I didn't get to vote for till I was 20. I had to vote for fucking governor of Texas first. And I was excited to be able to vote. I thought it was cool. But see, young people do not vote. When they went out and tried to do rock the vote and all this kind of MTV the vote, all this bullshit, guess what? 
voter turnout for young people, lowest ever. And it's that way each and every year. So I appreciate the younger people getting involved saying who they like and who they don't like, but I don't listen to them ever. I disagree. We elected a guy with a middle name, Hussein. Okay. Remember that McCain town hall and that old woman said she doesn't trust Obama because he's Muslim? I think you have a great point. Yeah, look, look, look. Barack Obama got elected because Barack Obama did not really play up the Barack and the Obama part of himself. And I hate to put it this way because I sound like some crazy fucking show that's got the, the letter K three, a few, three times in my name. He played the fact that he was a black man. And finally, black folks in this country says, look at this. We have somebody to vote for. <clears throat> look back. I've done the research. This is why gay marriage did not, did not get through in 2008 in California. Because black folks voted for Barack Obama, and while they were there, and during that time, the gay community equated themselves to the black struggles of the civil rights era. Now, if you weren't around for the civil rights era, and I wasn't, but I've paid attention to history, we never had a gay-only water fountain. We never sent German shepherds in to, 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 to go and bite gays. We, we would only have to send, like, chihuahuas in, and they would be terrified. But that's a whole different story. And the black people took quite offense to that, and they voted down gay marriage and voted in Barack Obama. Now, four years later, Barack Obama was in. Those, white, those guilty white people, they had four years to build their guilt and vote for him again, even though he is still one of the absolute worst presidents we ever had. Um, let's see. Um, it'd be like when they go to a country music concert and <laughs> Colette Selwyn shows up. I don't even know who that is. How are uh, races is that 91% of the black people voted for a black president? Total racism. Hey, it, look, Look, I have no problem who they voted for. I don't care. I saw a black comedian over the weekend um, talking about racism. And he, said, he says racism goes both ways. And, and a lot of people will not admit that, that black people are racist, but he was told never bring a white girl home. Well, how racist is that? Your own family is telling you not to bring a white girl home. Why? Because she's white. Why is it? And I heard this over the weekend. This was very, very interesting to me. Name me one country music singer that has been gunned down in the last 10 years. Name me one. Country music singer. I mean, they all have roots to the clan, don't they? You, you, you can't? Well, let's see. We got Biggie. We got Tupac. They were both gunned down top of their game. Um, Nipsey Hussle, gunned down. Um, that feller with uh, the offset, the, the, the Migos, gunned down. Miley Cyrus's vagina was gunned down repeatedly. The new mix, uh, look for Mixler is good. I wonder if it makes it better. I hope so. Obama was a charismatic speaker. That was about it, yeah. And if he got off that teleprompter, he sucked balls too. Oh, he's an Indian country singer. Okay. Jam Master J, another one gunned down. 
No, I'm, I'm, where, where, where's the country artist? I don't hear any country artist. I can only think of one rock and roll artist that's been gunned down in the past 20, 30, 40 years, and that's Dimebag Daryl. And why doesn't, and, and I saw Bill Maher say this, and Bill Maher had a great show this weekend. I didn't watch it. I was sent clips of it. He has the Cajones Awards for people who stand up to the transgenders. He was talking about Cornell University where he went, where the, um, the dean of students was uh, presented a, um, I don't know, a petition signed by the, the students that now they wanted all, get ready for this, they wanted all professors to put up trigger warnings before they'd give a lecture. And the president of Cornell, liberal university, said no. No. You've come to college to broaden your horizons. You've come to hear different thoughts uh, 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 and ways of thinking. We're not going to give you trigger warnings when you go to a lecture that you picked out for the job that you want. God bless that president of Cornell University for doing that and standing up for what what she believes in. Because I'm here to tell you, we need more people like that. We need more people like Bill Maher who come out, and, and this is me saying this about Bill Maher, someone who I absolutely used to absolutely hate. Still not that fond of him. But... At least he's, he's correct in his thinking. Why is it prominent African Americans do not come out and talk to the black community to say stop? There was another, I have another story. I don't know if I did, I, did I put it in here. I don't think I put it in here. There was a prom party, and uh, shots went off, and they said it was a mass shooting. Can we stop with this? It wasn't a mass shooting, just like the Alabama thing wasn't a mass shooting. Don't try to turn everything into AR-15s taking down the world. I still, to this day, don't know what kind of guns they used in Alabama, but I can almost, I, you know what, I'll just say it right now. I will say, I guarantee it was not an AR-15. Because nobody said anything yet. By the way, the manifesto of the shooter in Nashville still not released. <sighs> I mean, it it boggles my mind. Nobody comes out and says, "Stop this." Most black crimes are committed by black assailants. Black on black is their number one cause of or their number one leading candidate for crime. Why isn't it that way everywhere else? It amazes me. Um, speaking of crime, boy, this <laughs> this is just fucking amazing, this story. Former, and I love being able to say that, former Chicago mayor. Nobody likes you. You're a All right, are, are y'all ready to be slapped with a taste of what the fuck? 
ousted Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot called on Democratic mayors to speak the truth on violent crime (laughs) in their cities amid the crime spike in Chicago. As Democrats, if we do not speak the truth about violent crimes in our cities, we will be worse for it. Says the woman who lied through her fucking gruelish teeth. Every single time she was asked about crime, major corporations are leaving Chicago, Miss Mayor, due to crime. Well, it's not because of crime. It is because of crime. The CEOs come out and say it. And now that you're out of office, you're calling other Democrats to say, tell the truth about crime? How about you tell the truth? I had to read that headline three times when I first saw it. When I saw the headline, ousted Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot urges Dems to speak the truth on violent crime amid spike. Why didn't you do it? Why did you wait? You may have been reelected, you stupid, ugly, bald. I mean, she makes Wanda Sykes look hot. That's how ugly Lori Lightfoot is. Oof. Who would you rather do? Lori Lightfoot or Hillary Clinton? I'm going Hillary. I'm going to let Hillary put her balls right there on my forehead. Lori Lightfoot. What a piece of shit. See, I mean, my God. Come out and tell the truth. People, I don't make these stories up. Mm-mm. Uh, before we get to our, our wonderful world of the transgenders, just uh, an, a, a, today's a day of surprise, surprise, surprise. Because I, I, I got to tell you, um, it truly, truly amazes me. Why is this not working? Please come back and work. Is this story no longer available? I guess it's not available. I'll read you the headline. Up to one in four middle school and high school students are abusing Adderall. Golly! You don't say. You don't say. Up to one in four means abusing Adderall. Let's see if that comes up. Oh, damn it. Story going to come up? Nope. Uh, At least Hillary will kill me afterwards, right? Teens are abusing Adderall bought online amid national shortage alert. Now, I'm not going to get into a... Uh, a, a big argument about this. I know that, that, that Adderall has gone out and it's done wonders for some kids. It's helped some kids. I understand that. But is that really the right, uh, is that the right move for every kid? Because it seems like that's what, at one in four is abusing it. 25% of teenagers are abusing Adderall. That's a problem. Yet another reason my son won't take meds for his ADHD. When you're naturally impulsive, it just compounds the problem. 
And this is the thing. This is the thing. And this and and, and I, I love the ass family, and and I love the people that I know. Ogre, ogres. I, I've seen ogre. I know ogre, and he's the kind of dad that's there. He he puts in that extra effort, and see that's the part of it. And the ass family. This is why you guys listen to this show because you believe in personal responsibility. You believe in raising your kids right. You believe in raising winners. By the way, this week on um on Ted Lasso. There was such an it, this week's Ted Lasso was probably one of the most amazing episodes of television I've ever seen. There's so many stories in it. There's so many things you can learn from this. And there's a moment where Ted is at the Van Gogh Museum, and he's looking at this uh, the Van Gogh portrait of uh, sunflowers, which is the state flower of Kansas, and he talks to this uh, museum worker about it. And the museum worker is talking about how. Vincent Van Gogh was a um, the son, a humble son of a minister or preacher who had lots and lots of demons. And he says that didn't stop him, though, from finding uh, from trying to find what he thought was beautiful. He says art and, and I, I, I like to change the word art to comedy for me. Art is what gives you inspiration. Comedy laughing is what gives me inspiration. I love laughing. I love finding funny shit. And then then he said this. Never stop. No matter how many failures. When you know you're doing what you're meant to do, you have to try. That that resonated so much with me and and I found this I found this video and this video proves that people still can be really really funny when they don't mean to be. This is a British morning show. This is a British talk show, like Good Morning, you know, London, Good Morning, Birmingham, or whatever. And this is what happened. They, they're, they're at a compound. They have a live shot, and they're visiting these women who are dressing like the handsmaid's tail. And here you go. You're wearing your Ugg boots on your hands. <laughs> That's progressive. <laughs> yeah, it's my muff. Mm-hmm. There we go. <sighs> Male anchor is losing it. Another, the the Talia's brought back the muff. It's very practical, the muff. What are you talking about? Well, the Talia. They should be Exactly. A whole host of things that you could um, do with that. Stop All right. Stop it. I think we should move on. Yes. You're wearing your Ugg boots on your hands. <laughs> That's progressive. <laughs> yeah, it's my muff. Mm-hmm. There we go. <sighs> Natalia's brought back the muff. Great face. It's very practical, the muff. What are you talking about? Well, Carl's lost it, Natalia. Exactly. exactly. A whole host of things that you could um, do with that. I laughed so hard at that because the, the, the female anchor was holding it together so well. And and it reminded me of, of back when, when radio could be funny and we could get on tangents like that when somebody said something that the other two were cracking up at, but one of us would always stay. It, 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 most of the time it was me that was able to do the double entendre so well like that right there 
That's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time, and that was spur of the moment. And there, I'm sure there were a lot of people that were offended by, I think that was the Australian Today Show. If memory serves, Britain's number one morning show is, Oi, wake up, you wankers. Timmy and Nicole, good morning to you. Uh, they say, nice new Mixler. I'm going to have to check it out. She's not wrong. You can do a lot with a muff. Today's picture day at school, and my son's kind of mopey about it. I told him to say the words, fart Uranus, when it's his turn, and he immediately started laughing. I told him, see, it works. It's funny. Exactly. You know what? First one of the week, let me give you this. Correct the mundo. I literally was sitting in our studios, the new ones that we built, and we were talking about something that was just fucking horrific and terrible, and everybody was just like kind of moping. I was like, hey, why don't you think of a moose on skates? And that's where moose on skates came from. Because if you think about a moose on a pair of skates, you're going to fucking laugh. And fart Uranus. For a kid, that's awesome. And for a kid's dad to tell him that, that's even awesomer, if that's a word. I th- That right there, that's well done, my friend. Because funny is funny. The end. My jokes today... Um, One's an old classic. You know, what do you call a flat-chested emo girl? A cutting board. And then the other one, uh, V. Coopson, I had to change it a little bit. What do Jared Fogle and Algebra have in common? Kids find them hard. A muff on skates is pretty funny, too. There you go. All right, let's get to the trannies, shall we? Oh, boy, this ought to be good. Before we get to the trannies, uh, if you want to know what funny is, let me tell you what funny is. Somebody, uh, I don't know if this is part of the Netflix special he's filming, but Ricky Gervais, who I believe is the greatest working comedian alive today. No offense to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's right there next to him. But to me, Ricky Gervais is the flat-out truth, and this is what he recently said. And people are like, did Ricky Gervais go too far? Oh, women. No, women. I, I mean the old-fashioned ones. You know, the old-fashioned women. Oh, God. You know, the ones with wombs. Oh. <laughs> Those f***ing dinosaurs. Oh. No, I love the, the new women. I know the new women. They're great, aren't they? The, you know, the new ones we've been seeing lately. The, the ones with beards and c***s. They're as good as... <laughs> they're as good as gold. I love them. No, it's the old-fashioned. And now the old-fashioned, they're like, oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies. Look at their pronouns. <laughs> what about this person that isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you f***ing bigot. Absolutely, positively genius on every single level. Hey, trannies, since you aren't smart enough to pick up on this, he's making fun of you. That's right, he is. (laughs) But you're going to be like, oh, Ricky Gervais is on our side. That is satire done right. Oh, absolutely. 
Um, let's see. Uh, that's just so good. It, it really. I can't wait for this this special to come out. I, I and if if I if he come, I'd love to see Ricky Gervais. I would love to see him in concert. I, I'd like to see him more than pretty much anybody. Jimmy Carr is coming to Dallas, but I heard it's a show that I've already seen, so I'm not going to go. And I love Jimmy Carr. But Ricky Gervais is flat out the truth. Now, speaking of things happening, um, uh, in, 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 in yet another... Surprise, surprise, surprise. Um, Alicia Heinerschneid. The vice president of marketing, you know, the one that did the whole double down on Dylan Mulvaney, has taken a leave of absence after the company was criticized for its partnership with a transgender influencer. Todd Allen, the VP of global marketing for Budweiser, will replace her as vice president of marketing for the brand. Is, is this her way of just going off into the sunset and then we never hear from her again? Because you lost the company $8 billion? See, we live in a day and age where I don't like. I don't like this. I want to go back to mad men times, but at least treat women better. I want to go back and say we fired her for losing the company $8 billion. What is wrong with that? Can somebody tell me? And I already know. I already know what's wrong with it. You're firing her because you're anti-trans. No, I'm firing her because I run a business. And when you lose $8 billion from my business, I'm going to fire you. But no, we have to play this bullshit game where you give them a leave of absence and they kind of just go off and we never hear from them again. Fire her. Fire her in a public square. She fucked up. I don't care how she fucked up. She lost the company $8 billion. If you lost your company $8 billion, don't you think you'd be fired? Don't you think that they would come out? I mean, honestly, Dallas Cowboys don't do it. Dak Prescott throws interception after interception, loses them game after game, yet he still has a job. Why? Because we can't fire anybody anymore. Because we're all a bunch of pussies. God. Sack up, America. This is why Budweiser doesn't fire her and make them look like they really don't support trannies. It, 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 it's not about trannies. It's not about supporting trannies. She lost the company $8 billion. $8 billion in, in 11 days. That's a record. But you can't fire her because then, yes... Donald, you're absolutely right, because that would be the new narrative. Budweiser's anti-trans, because they fired their VP to use this. They fired their VP because they put an ad campaign out that pretty much ostracized all their consumers. And their consumers said, no, we don't like this, and we're not going to buy your product. Buy. Fire. I have zero problem with that. This is what happens when you do diversity hires. You put the wrong, yes, absolutely. You put the wrong people in place. Do you want to, let, let, me, let me ask you, and, and ask family, I'm not asking you. Once again, this is for the people that are listening illegally over your cubicle. I've talked about this my entire life. The reason why I have a bald head is because I talked about this. And I got called out for it, and I whooped her ass on the firefighter challenge. 
But she wasn't a real firefighter. She's only kind of like, you know, an in-between firefighter. She's a volunteer firefighter. Um, I said, I want a man saving me. Because fire departments notoriously around this country, no matter where you are, they will hire based on diversity. You get extra points if you're fit this category, woman, if you're a person of color. The only people that I have, don't have a problem with getting extra points are people that were in the military. That's it. And I don't want a fire to break out in my house, and I have to be carried out. I'd like to see the the 140-pound woman that's going to carry me out of a burning house. Now, there are some out there, yes. But I'm betting that somehow they didn't get the job based on somebody else who did. Because diversity hires are stupid. Especially when it comes to, if you want, you want to hire somebody based on diversity to run your 7-Eleven, to run, a, to run a, a cash register. And I'm not saying it's not an important job because it is an important job. Otherwise, then we'd all be stealing. That's about the only place diversity can get you. In these jobs that really, you want to work at a store in the mall, you want to hire diversity, you go right ahead. Don't care. Don't care. I'm happy those people are working. But when it comes to actually qualifications for a job, I want somebody who's qualified and not just because they have different plumbing or they're a different skin pigment. I thought you were bald from cancer. No, no, not yet. Soon. We have one story to talk about in this whole thing. Um, this is an awful story. This happened on Friday. An 18-year-old biological male who identified as trans entered a high school locker room and showered naked next to four freshman girls. The biological male exposed his male genitalia to the shocked and horrified 14-year-olds. By the way, hold on, let me, let me, I, I, I just had the tweet on this, hold on, let's see. Uh, here we go. Uh, this is at Sun Prairie East High School in Wisconsin. 18-year-old who claims to identify as a woman accused of pulling out his genitals and exposing him to 14-year-old girls. The, um, the unnamed man allegedly told the underage girl, I'm trans, by the way. The girls were showering in swimsuits after a swimming course in the gym. Um, nothing was done. So I got I to gotta ask the question. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, trans fighter uh, Fallon Fox loses VKO to Ashley Evans-Smith at CFTA 12. Oh, it'll happen every once in a while. I, I, there's, a, there's a couple karate uh, tournament videos where a guy takes on a girl and the guy completely manhandles her. Um, nothing happened to the 18-year-old, by the way. So my question to you is, ask family, 
You have a 14-year-old daughter that's showering in her bathing suit at school and an 18-year-old man, because at 18 you're uh, legally uh, an adult, you're a man, and he pulls his cock and balls out to shower in front of those girls. What would you do if those were your three daughters? See, uh, that's an old story about Ashley Evan Smith being Fallon Fox. Um, I'm surprised the trans dude didn't rape the 14-year-old girls because they would have just said it's transphobic to charge him, her, etc. I'd pull my daughter out of that school or never let her shower there again unless safeguards were in place. Tell her to kick her nuts off. The guy was 18, right? Yes. Lose my absolute shit. The correct answer, Mr. States, is I'd be going to jail. By the way, it's Dr. States, but that's okay. Time for an ass-whooping Battleborn says, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, I, 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 I would, I'd, I'd be in prison. I'd be in a federal prison somewhere. If, if that was Arnett, if that was little Arnett that was showering, and she came home and said, Daddy, uh, a senior uh, uh, came in and showered in the girls' locker room today and showed us his, his twig and berries. Be like, all right, uh, Arnett, let's go and get in the car real quick. Let's drive to school. We'll, we'll, we'll drive early. That way I can see this kid coming to school. And as soon as little Arnett says, there he is, Daddy, I'm out of the car, and, and that person's throat is cut. I, I, I'm just going to tell you the truth. When did, we, when did this change? Because of the word trans out there? Hey, do you not know what you're doing? Do you not know what you're doing, authorities? Once again, I have to warn everybody that people pay attention to this. Remember when I told you the story about Louisiana, the parish, that after Katrina had a news story, they declared martial law and people turned in their guns? And what happened? Gun violence went up 300% in that parish. Why? Because the bad guys were watching TV that day and they realized that people don't have guns. What did I tell you? People were paying attention to America as we fight over this fucking stupid fucking trans thing, and they're taking over the world, but we can't figure out which toilets to go to. Well, the trans people are going to see this story, or I'm sorry, not the trans people. Pedophiles are going to see this story. And pedophiles will now start exposing themselves to girls and I'm not calling every transgender a pedophile, so before anybody tries that bullshit on me, fuck off. I'm talking about the pedos, the actual ones that are breaking the law. They will simply, I'm a female. And since we can't call them on that, I guess young girls get ready to be exposed to cocks and balls all over the place. Uh, Steph says, I think it's so fucking weird that showers in middle school, high school exist at all. Let's have all these awkward kids going through puberty and feel weird about themselves getting naked together. So, so, so weird. I'll say it. Fuck the trans people in their movement. Now, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, fuck us 
for allowing this to go so far. It's our fault. We've allowed this to go this far. Because people don't have the wherewithal to stand up to these people like Bill Maher was saying. God, and it pains me to fucking have to quote Bill Maher all the time. But I'm done. I'm done playing this bullshit game. Men should not compete against women in women's sports. Women's sports are for, let's all together say it, women. If you weren't good enough to make it as a male athlete, hey, sorry. You're bad. Sorry. Look, look, my dream was to play first base for the Texas Rangers. It's my dream. I'm sorry, first place, Texas Rangers. It's my dream. It's all I thought about as a kid. Now, I didn't get to live that dream out. Why? Because I wasn't good enough. And it's okay, because I found something, and I, I, I was able to, to do it and do it very well. The, these people that, oh, I want to go to college on a scholarship. Well, that's good. You're taking a scholarship away from an actual female. Way to go. I thought you were going to say, altogether, let's say, inferior athletes. That, too. I think they were supposed to just rinse off still wearing swimsuits, so the fact that he disrobed is another rule violation added to the fact that he's a dude in a girl's shower room. No, he's not a dude. See, see, this is, this is where these, I agree with you, Arise. But the apologists in our society, and there are far more of them than us, will say, he's not a dude. He's a trans woman. He's a, he's a trans woman, and that's a woman. No, 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 no. If you've got a cock, you can never be a woman. Sorry. If you were born with a cock and balls, nothing changed. You can cut them off. That's fine. That's fine. You're still a man. If you lose your hand in a motorcycle accident, let's say, you still were born with a hand. You were not a handless person. You're a handless person after the accident. But, hey, it's what happened. Move on. You can no longer be a right-hand model. If you're not good enough as a male athlete and you make the girls' team, you're a failure in your dad's. Oh, God, yes. Oh, Oh, boy, I, I tell you this right now, out of the house. It, little, little Arnie Jr. ever came and said, I'm going to join a girls team. Well, you're moving out of the house. You ain't playing on the girls team. Because that story, that, that, that UFC story, that MMA story, I'm sorry, not UFC, MMA story about Fallon Fox. Because little Arnie gets beat by a girl, he is never going to live that down. And there are girls out there that are athletic. There are plenty of girls out there that are very athletic. Do you think I would try to even try to fuck around with Alicia? She would break my arm in 58 different places. By the way, congratulations to her husband, Blake. He, uh, he destroyed some guy in a, in a jiu-jitsu thing this weekend. It was pretty awesome. She put the video up. It's pretty damn awesome. I'm glad he's on my side. Don't get me wrong, I think this story is a huge problem, but let's first remove kids showering together from being acceptable. Showers have been in schools forever. I didn't like it in junior high when we had to first start doing it. 
I, it, it is very awkward. It, it, it's weird, but I, look, man, some kids stink. You want a stink-ass kid sitting next to you? Blake defeated a black dude. What a racist. <laughs> oh, all right. That's not even the, the, the stupidest story of the weekend, though, does come from the state of California. Oh. California's ban on Skittles and Sour Patch Kids moves one step closer as a second committee okays a plan to ban the cancer-linked food additives. Um. Um. California, why are you so stupid? So you're you're gonna ban you're you're gonna ban Skittles and Sour Patch Kids. I'm betting the rate of cancer doesn't change because you ban you, you ban those things. I'm just betting. The same state that's thinking about approving reparations is banning a taste of the rainbow. That's anti-gay. I gotta tell you, that is so anti-gay. It's unbelievable. Look, I'm all in favor of banning Sour Patch Kids because those things are nasty. You people that like sour shit, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. That ain't candy. That's punishment. Hey, you want something sour to eat? I'll give you a bar of soap. Yuck. Let's see. We got uh, Skittles on the chopping block, Hot Tamales, Sour Patch Kids, Pez, Old El Paso Sauce, Campbell's Chicken Chunky Soup, and Sun Drop Soda. All right, I'll give you the Sun Drop Soda. Uh, let's see. Uh, ooh, Brock's Pumpkins, Candy Corn, Double Bubble, and Peppermints from Brock's. Oh, I agree. Hot tamales are disgusting. Mmm. All going to be going away in California. Just like the gas-powered cars. Just like McDonald's. Pretty, I I mean, are they taking California to the Old Testament? (laughs) I mean, pretty soon in California, you're going to have to grow everything you eat. And I wouldn't grow it in that fucking ground if you paid me. All right, that does it for our first segment of the show. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. We do listener mail on Wednesdays, uh, sponsored by JS Floors. Write me if you want. Uh, man, oh, man. Uh, next break. Yeah, we, we, we have some fun in the next break. Not, not quite so serious in the next break, I promise. <laughs> On a Greyhound bus Lord, I'm traveling this morning I'm going to Shreveport And down to New Orleans Been traveling these highways Been doing things my way It's been making me Her hair was jet black 
And her name was Golding She thought she was a cream Of the Bayesian street queens She got tired Of that smoky wine dream Began to feel lonesome Henri Sober, there's a lot of good people in town that like to hear me holler, see me spend my dollars, and I wouldn't think of letting them down. There's a lot of doctors that tell me that I better start slowing it down. But there's more old drunks than they are old doctors, so I guess we better have another round. Well, now I gotta get drunk, and I sure do dread it, cause I know just what I'm gonna do. I start to spend Calling everybody honey and wind up singing the blues. I spend my whole paycheck on some old wreck. Brother, I could name you a few. 
Well, I gotta get drunk and I sure do dread it Cause I know just what I'm gonna do Jimmy Day! But I lit my first and watched a small kid Playing with a can that he was kicking Then I walked across the street And caught the Sunday smell Of someone's frying chicken Lord, it took me back to something That I lost somewhere Somehow along the way On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday That makes a body feel alone And there's nothing short of dying That's half as lonesome as the sound Of the sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down In the park I saw a daddy With a laughing little girl That he was swinging And I stopped beside a Sunday school And listened to the songs they were singing Then I headed down the street And somewhere far away bell was ringing 
that echoed through the canyons Like a disappearing dreams of yesterday On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday Somebody feel alone And there's nothing short of dying That's half as lonesome as the sound Of the sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? No? All right. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good morning, Sassy Pammy. I hope you're having a good morning so far. Lisa says before you start the music break, you mentioned California's going to need to grow their own food. We do a garden every year, and to be honest, it's the best thing. The boys learn a lot to being more self-sustained, and the food quality is so much better, especially with all the crap they're adding to food, including the organic varieties. Hey, that's great. You show me a garden that can produce a large uh, supreme pizza and also a double cheeseburger, I will start planting my own food. Till that day, I need restaurants. Uh, I need stores. Cowboys Girl says, Alicia, did the school respond your email about the book fair? She does have an answer up there. Uh, just wait until California starts regulating your home garden. They'll tax your produce or put up guidelines about what, where, and how much you can grow. You heard it here. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Fuck your mama. Hot mama's in the house. She says, good morning. I was finally uh, able to get on Mixler. It's all different. That's what I keep hearing. Cowboys Girl says, uh, or Elise says, Cowboys Girl, yes. The principal removed the books from the fair was telling me and another parent it was a district member that approved them uh, to the bookstore. So now we have to get them removed. But he appreciated me emailing him about it because he wasn't aware of it and agreed it was inappropriate for those books and coloring book to be there in the first place. They're going to work on new ways to vetting books, and I asked that parents from the school district be allowed to give input, and he said he would bring that to meetings. That's great. So that, that is a big start. And you did the right thing, Alicia, by bringing that to the... And yes, see, this is the problem. This is the problem that makes parenting even harder now in America. Now you have to worry about all these people that think everything under the sun is okay. That kids should be exposed to everything. Like 14-year-old girls exposed to penises. We're told that that's okay. And it's not. I still don't know why we want kids to grow up so fast. Be a kid as long as you can. Man, oh man, being a kid's great. You know why? There's a word you don't have to worry about, and it's responsibilities. Unless you got chores at home. Being a kid is fun. 
It was it was it was really funny. The uh, we were driving um, the other day, and, and Bratty Kid caught me off guard. She works at a store down the street, and she's got a bunch of punk ass teenagers that work there. And one kid is putting in their two weeks notice. Now, I don't know how old this kid is, 16, 17, 18, I don't know. But he's quitting because, or she's quitting, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Um, they're quitting because, well, they just don't want to work anymore. Literally, that's their excuse for quitting. They just don't want to work anymore. So what they're doing is they're retiring. And I'm like, wait a second. So how do you how do you go to your 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 your, your bills and go? Well, I, I just didn't want to work anymore, so I, I don't need these bills. I don't have money. And this is the this is the idea that kids have now is we don't want to work anymore. Good job. And and by the way, there's going to be all kinds of parents that just coddle those kids. Oh, I think it's great. Oh. All right, Uh, over the weekend, if you haven't been paying attention to this story, I don't blame you because it's soccer and it's really bad soccer, but this story is like a real-life Ted Lasso. Um, Wrexham, it's a a soccer team that plays over in uh, Wales. Um, They they were bought, and they, they had a Hulu show about them, Welcome to Wrexham. And they were bought by Rob McElhaney, the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. By the way, Deadpool 3, November 2024, with Hugh Jackman. It's been announced, and Hugh Jackman is getting ready for the role. Cannot wait. So excited about that. By the way, this Friday, me and Tommy are seeing Sisu. Can't fucking wait. Anyway. Yesterday or over the weekend, Wrexham got promoted to League Two. Now, they're still not in the Premier League. They were in a a low, low, low league. And in two seasons, through these two owners, and they were a bad team in that division. They were a very bad team. They were a very bad franchise. And to see what happened over the weekend that they got to be promoted that's what sports is about. You can hate soccer all you want. I'm not a big fan of it, but I love sports. And I love when the fans get that feeling. And they got that feeling this weekend, and it's due to the fact they had two owners that actually cared. Now, will they stay? Yeah, they're still four leagues away from the Premier League, and that's a huge investment for them. This is a this is a Hollywood story come true. I I think it's an awesome story, but I did have to troll a little bit this weekend. If you see the picture of Rock Mac, Rob McElhaney and and Ryan Reynolds holding up the cup, it looks like Ryan Reynolds peed himself. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he pissed himself. I don't know if he's because he's that drunk on his own gin or what, but it looks like he peed himself. I need the correct term for that sport is communist kickball. Okay, communist kickball, then it is. And they're in, they're in the still, what, the fourth shittiest communist kickball league there is. It's a great story. It, it, it's fun to watch that. It, it, it's fun to watch a town. And, and this little town is, is 
being miraculously saved by these two guys in this in this soccer team. Those two owners really do care. I know it's an investment, but those two were crying when the final it, 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 it's a great story. They bought the team to get them promoted, and they got them promoted in two seasons. If they continue this run, they, look, look. I don't know if it'll ever happen that they make it. If Wrexham makes it to the Premier League, I know that's it, it's still four leagues away. But do you know how much? I mean, Ryan Reynolds is he, he, that guy. He, Ryan Reynolds is probably going to be the richest man in the world someday. Because if he can get that football club to own, uh, be worth that much, he's going to be worth more than the damn Dallas Cowboys. Deadpool three, can't wait. Great story. That's all I'm saying. Wrexham damn near killed him. <laughs> oh, Nick Cannon came out last week and said something real stupid. I know, I know. Once again, once again. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Nick Cannon, the father of 12, insists his baby's mama's got pregnant despite using birth control because he has... Super sperm. I thought I farted, but I shit. Uh, speaking to Howie Mandel on his podcast, because why doesn't Howie Mandel have a podcast? It's not like he has a TV show already or anything. Thanks for taking up my fucking space, asshole. Um, he says, I'm going to be honest. I got some super strong sperm. Because I practice birth control and people still got pregnant. And he is offering his services to the one and only T-Swizzle. Taylor Swift, he says he will give her a baby. I don't think she's old enough to take him up on it yet. I I, I think Taylor's still got a, a few fucking brain cells left. Please don't do that. Please. I, I, I mean, uh, honestly, please. Please don't do that. Where, where's that sound effect? Hold on a second. Got to put it back in there. Let's see. Please. Is it under please don't do that? Or is it under don't? It's under don't do that. No, it's not even under that. Oh, there it is. It's all one word. Taylor? Please don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't end up with Nick Cannon. I, I, I think that's a bad idea. Bad, bad idea. I, I wouldn't even want to hang out with Nick Cannon. I mean, you got fifty-eight kids. He and Sean Kemp should hang out together. Well, it, but at least, at least Nick Cannon takes care of his kids. Sean Kemp's kids are a tad bit on the illegitimate side. Um, good news to report to music fans out there. This story is a couple days old, but it's still fantastic. Um, After years of legal back and forth, the widow of Chris Cornell, Vicky Cornell, has reached an agreement with the other members of Soundgarden that will allow the release of previously unheard recordings. I'll say this, um, 
Chris Cornell, probably top five voices of all time in my lifetime. There, there aren't a lot of people that, that sounded like Chris Cornell, and I, I love Chris Cornell. Whether it be his sound garden recordings, his audio slave, Temple of a Dog, solo stuff. Um, no timetable yet on when it will be out. Uh, Soundgarden fans around the world will hear the final songs that the band were working on. The two parties united coming together to propel, honor, and build up upon Soundgarden's incredible legacy. Um, like I said, no timetable yet on when it could be coming out. I will let you know. But uh, I, I, I'm very excited about this because that guy could just flat out sing. That, that, that's all there is to it. Chris Cornell could sing. He, he's like one of those guys that, that, in, in such a good, unique voice. I put him in the category of Freddie Mercury. I put him in the category of um, who I, I personally, to me, the greatest voice, one of the greatest voice, at least most recognizable voices of a lead singer was Steve Perry. Yeah, the little Korean guy, he, 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 he might be sounding a little bit like Steve Perry, but Steve Perry don't say don't stop believing or bereaving. And then there's guys like Chris Cornell that were just flat out. And, 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 I, and to a lesser extent, I would say Lane Staley's there too, more so than, than Eddie Vedder and way more so than Kurt Cobain. Cowboys Girl says, and he didn't commit suicide. Well, if you want to jump down that road, you can with Chester Bennington, who was also the son of some guy who worked for the Clinton administration. It's just uh, because they were finding stuff out on child pornography and child trafficking stuff. I I, I don't know what's true, and I don't know what's not. So I'm not jumping down that rabbit hole. Chris Cornell was my hall pass. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Eric Braden. Does anybody know the name Eric Braden? Eric Braden is a legendary actor. I love this guy because he's so fucking just dry. Um, he is the absolute star of The Young and the Wrestlers. He plays Victor Newman. I guess bad guys all have to be named Victor on, on soap operas. You have Victor Newman on The Young and the Rectus, Victor Kyriakis on Days of Our Lives. Sad to report that um, the man who portrays Victor Newman, Eric Braden, he's from Germany, he's 82 years old, still working. While recovering from knee surgery, found out he's having problems with his prostate and that he has found that he is... Um, he has prostate cancer. Very sad to report. Here's the video. Let's see. Yesterday. The, the, and this is the way he acts, too. Yesterday we had a little talk about my thoughts regarding certain foreign policy issues and images of America and all that. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal well-being. I had my left knee. All right, that's enough. But but that that's his acting style. I mean that that that's his cadence. He's fantastic. 
Like, like he, he would call it, you dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> he is so money. Um, prostate cancer is such a pisser. It really is. Um, he said they, I guess they caught it pretty early. So uh, good news for him. Nobody wants to have cancer though, but good news for him. Looks like he's going to make it through. Hopefully stay on young and restless until he dies. He needs to get the help of Dr. Drake Ramore. (laughs) Hashtag friends. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Oh, wait. Billy Bob. Who's who's coming? New shows announced at Billy Bob. Ooh. Clint Black at Billy Bob's? Now, that's not a bad sounding show right there. Tanya Tucker? Horrible. Bellamy Brothers? No, thanks. Josh Turner? Hell no. Lee Bryce? No. Clint Black? Possibly. Like old Clint Black. Just become a woman, your prostate will go away. Poof. Yeah, yeah. If you're a woman and you have prostate cancer, there's a problem. All right, we've been talking about this, and there's a big story about McDonald's. McDonald's is changing four things. Now, I've heard rumors that there's other things going on that they might remove the McMuffin. If McDonald's removes the McMuffin from their their menu, I will never eat there again. I'm just telling you. If McDonald's removes the McMuffin, they're done. Even when McRibs come back, I'm done. I wash my hands of that place. I might start going to Burger King again. Nope, Wendy's. Nope, Burger King sucks. All right, but these are the, 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 the changes that they say are coming to town. First of all, um, I'm not going to tell you the first one. I'm going to save that one for last. Um, some of these are going to be introduced in the Sacramento area, by the way. San Francisco, Sacramento, part of the testing areas for this. We have already talked about how they're going to make the buns softer. I guess they're going to put more sauce on the Big Mac, and they're actually going to release Big Mac sauce. I don't know what the third idea is, but the fourth idea, I got to say, this is stupid, and and I'm going to lose my shit on this. The PLT. It is a plant-based patty. Let me say that again. It's a plant-based patty. There you go. Do I need to say it? Do I need to say it? And, and by the way, by the way, last week, I saw a story on about three different websites talking about McDonald's fries and saying, oh, the reason why McDonald's fries are so good is they're fried in, in beef juice or they're cooked in beef juice. Um, Real quick, uh... Hold, hold, hold on, wait a second, where the hell did that go? Oh, there it is. Duh, 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 duh. Who didn't know that McDonald's fries were, were, were cooked in beef fat or, or, or beef juice? Who didn't know that? I've known that for the last 30 years. By the way, the reason why McDonald's Coke tastes so much better is because they got more sugar in it. 
Can't wait till that story next week. Wow, the Coke at McDonald's is so much better. Yeah, because it's got more sugar in it. I'm going to order a Big Mac when they hand it to me, yell at them for giving me a filet of fish. When they try to say, sir, it's a Big Mac, I will yell, the burger identifies as a filet of fish, you fucking transphobes, and then start a protest to show how fucked up McDonald's is, unless they bring back the McRib year-round. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I, I, I really hate, and, and I know this sounds terrible on my part, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. I hate being the smartest man in the world sometimes. I truly do. See, I'm the smartest man in the world because I use common sense. I didn't know that either, but again, I don't really eat at McDonald's. Yeah, people that eat at McDonald's know the reason why their fries taste good. I've known that for a long time. Um, this new PLT. The, you want to bring back the McDLT? I'm all in favor of that, keeping the hot side hot and the cool side cool. Hashtag 1980-something. The PLT, the plant-based burger. When are you people at McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, Arby's, Sonic, uh, I, I, I'll name them all, Culver's, when are y'all going to fucking recognize that the reason why your quarters change so much and you don't earn as much as you want to earn is because nobody comes to your restaurant to eat salad. I wonder how many vegetarians didn't know that. Mm. They're stupid for not. But now, wait, are they going to make the plant lettuce and tomato burger on a different, because vegetarians and, 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 and vegans and all them people, well, vegans ain't going to eat there. So vegetarians, we'll, we'll keep with them. The, the plant-based burger, it's got to be cooked on a different surface. Okay? Otherwise, they're going to freak out because you're frying the, the plant-based burger which is not a burger. It's a plant-based thing. Okay? People do not go to your restaurant for healthy choices. What? Who's the motherless cunt that even thought to speak of the idea of getting rid of the McMuffin? Literally nobody else has anything close to McDonald's like McMuffin. Whoever is proposing that idea needs to be launched into space on Elon's next cock rocket. My mom is a vegetarian, and she eats them. She doesn't know, and I'm not telling her, LOL. I make my own fries. Uh, I've used my own rendering lard to fry things with and a mix of other oils, no complaints. Okay? That's probably why the good old fried apple pies were so delicious. The fried apple pies were delicious because they were fried. These new baked... You want to talk about you want to talk about a subject I will kill for the McDonald's. Look, 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 I got the hot apple pies at Waterburger anytime I need to get them. I got to tell you though, they still ain't as good as the old McDonald's ones. Them old McDonald's fried apple pies that 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 crunch you got, and then the 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 fifth degree burns you got for eating the apple pie. But as a kid, you didn't care, and it tasted good. Yeah, I'm triggered. I'm triggered because I don't want to be... See, th th this is the thing where I just don't... 
about once a week, I have a hankering for their double cheeseburgers. And I eat two of them, and I put four patties together, two buns, and that's how I eat my double cheeseburger at McDonald's. I don't get really anything else anymore. I, I, I used to be a big fan of the Big Mac. Used to be a big fan of double quarter pounder with cheese. Now I'm just simple. Just give me two double cheeseburgers. I'm fine. Because they've ruined it. I hate. I, I, I got to say, Popeye, I, I've had Popeye's. Popeye's not bad, Sassy Pammy. Not bad. But I got to tell you, KFC got rid of them. I know that for a fact. Um, there's nothing worse than, than being in a long drive through line and you see two cars in front of you who only get coffee. You know, look, look McDonald's jumped into the coffee world because they were afraid of Starbucks. That, it, and it, people like McDonald's coffee, whatever. No coffee in the drive-thru. Okay? No, no coffee in the drive-thru. None. That's not available anymore. If you want to order one soda through the drive-thru, go to 7-Eleven, moron. Okay, the drive-through is for people who want food. Okay, and you salad eaters and you plant-based people, stop going to McDonald's. Stop it. Here's the main thing: most of these people that eat a plant-based diet are not going to go to McDonald's. Not even in a fucking rut. Why? Because they pay attention to the, this. Is the thing that pisses me off. And if I was one of these people that was a vegetarian who really paid attention, I would be upset that McDonald's is trying to trick me. I ain't going to eat there. You can come out. You can, you can change the whole fucking menu. And guess what? If I pay attention to my diet, I'm still not going to eat at McDonald's. I do four McDoubles, makes two quad burgers. There you go. Pot pies are back at KFC. Ogre says, God damn it, now I want a fried apple pie. Go to Whataburger. You got them in Albuquerque. Uh, when I was in high school, I would get the fried apple pie with vanilla ice cream from McDonald's. Best ever. Oh, that was good, Steve. Boy, the old fried apple pies. <laughs> them baked ones ain't worth a shit. And I'm going to tell you right now, this new plant le- lettuce and tomato burger is going to suck. And it's got cheese on there. Does it have vegetarian cheese? I don't know what kind of cheese you're putting on there. Is that plant-based cheese? Do they make plant-based cheese? Why would anybody want plant-based cheese? <clears throat> now, when a large Coke at McDonald's only costs a dollar, when 7-Eleven or AMPM large drink costs over $3. Well, but here's the thing, though. <clears throat> you get you that large drink from McDonald's that's 90% water with the ice in there, you barely got any damn soda. I'd rather go to to, to 7-Eleven, go pay $3 and get a fucking 16-ounce Dr. Pepper rather than getting a 4-ounce Dr. Pepper for a dollar. I get a Big Mac with substitute quarter pounder patties. Delicious. Now, Ken Doug, is that a special? Do you just tell them that? Because, see, I would go that route. I would do that. I want to try that. Is it a special name or you just say, hey, I want to substitute the quarter pounder patties for that? Because I'd do that in a second. Because I'm looking at a double Big Mac here. Remember when they brought out the double Big Mac and they had four patties on there? That was good shit. But they got softer buns coming. They got all this kind of stuff coming. I I, I just... Stop with the plant-based shit. Stop with it. Stop with the, 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 the salads. 
Let me ask, this, this is what we call a suicide question in radio. Has anybody listening to this show ever gotten a salad from McDonald's? I've never gotten one. I don't think I've ever even seen anybody order one. Like, it, it, it's salad. Yes, tell them. Sometimes they get confused, but just ask and they will do it. Okay, thank you, Ken Dog. Now, our last story of this segment, it's going to take a little bit because it's that time of year again. You know, we're, 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 we're rolling through spring. Summer's right around the corner. And you know what that means, don't you? That means it's wedding time. Yes, I really like the Southwest chicken salad. Okay. All right. I used to work with a guy that would get a McDonald's and a McChicken and would tell him he's eating McDicken. Guys, you don't have to order sandwiches and smush them together. There's literally a button on the register to add a patty or anything. Uh, So, Arnie, you can simply ask for a triple cheeseburger straight off the menu, then ask to put an extra patty on your burger. Oh, I didn't know that. So, it's springtime, and that means it is wedding season. Holy shit! Look (laughs) at them donuts! Now, there's a, uh, a wedding... Uh, let's see. Uh, etiquette expert reveals the ultimate list of do's and don'ts for wedding guests. All right, so here you go. The do's and don'ts of wedding guests. Number one, it's all about the happy couple. Don't draw attention to yourself by wearing anything too bold. Um, I'll just, uh, hold on a second. I'm going to rate these and I'm going to judge these and I'm going to say, um, I don't know any other way. I keep hearing wedding. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Wedding. It's wedding season. Uh, do not draw attention to yourself by wearing an outfit too. I am too bold. I mean, if I show up and I got a suit on, people are going to be like, holy shit, Arnie's wearing a suit. And he's got shoes on. No, I, 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 I put a buzzer down on this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah don't use the wedding to pass out your own homemade CDs. Yes, hashtag the, the first wedding DJ I had. Hey, you work in radio? Wow, why don't you listen to this? <laughs> no thanks. Flip. Uh-oh, Kindog says breaking news and it's horrible. What is it? What's the breaking news, Kindog? Do I need to go to a new website? Duck season swoosh says. Mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson out at Fox News. Wow. Very interesting. Was he going to go off on his own, or is he going to go with uh, Ben Shapiro? Last show is Friday. Very interesting. I, I Look, I'm going to tell you this anytime. If you go out and, and, and you're going to a dressy event, hell yes, all eyes should be on you. And look, look, look. Look, it's the wedding party's job to make sure that they are fire when they go out. You can't go looking like a bum, though. Now, it, I, you shouldn't be wearing, like, a, a, a disco ball or anything like that, but always look good. 
I can't help it that I'm, I'm more handsome than everybody there. I mean, it's just it, it's the way I was raised. So there you go. Don't outshine the, the bride and the groom. Next one. Uh, one of Blake's cousins wore a dress that people remembered as being the girl that looked like a space alien. Don't show up the bride. Okay. Uh, not a fan of that Tucker Carlson. No problem. All right. She's asked, what is the right amount to spend right amount to spend on a wedding gift? You should be forking out between fifty and a hundred dollars. This is my parents? Am I buying my parents a wedding? I'm gonna buy somebody a gift worth a hundred dollars. Somebody who's never given me a gift worth a hundred dollars, and I'm buying them a gift. Why? Because they get to have sex legally all the time with somebody else? Fifty and a hundred dollars? Motherfucker, if you got a spatula on your damn on your registry, guess what you're getting from me? You're getting a spatula. Sp- 50 and 100 dollars. What if I don't know him that well? I mean, this is an etiquette expert telling you what you should do if you're invited to a wedding. If I get invited to a wedding from somebody that that works with me that I don't really know, I ain't spending no 50 damn dollars. It was a metallic dress, and when she was dancing, the dress shot up to her waist like a belt showing off her kooka. That $12 toaster works for me. Hell yeah. Fred says, good morning, y'all. Headed to Vegas for a week. Well, enjoy that, my friend. How many, how many ideas were How many did this lady say she had? There's only like three or four here. Hold on a second here. Don't draw attention to yourself. Spend fifty to a hundred dollars. Fuck you. Uh, the next rule they said: think before you post. Always get the okay from the happy couple before sharing wedding photos on social media. Okay, I guess. I mean, what what if they're pictures of me? Can can I can I post pictures of me at your wedding? I won't post any pictures of you. You know why? Because nobody, none of my, none of my followers know who you are. Is that a ninety-seven rock spatula signed? That's worth some coin. No, that's already been that's already been auctioned off. Christina's listening too. She's my chauffeur. Wow, look at that! You got a chauffeur down there. Y'all have a good time while you're there. You deserve it. I like all these rules that people have at weddings. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, don't pee in the middle of the dance floor. Okay. Look here. This person, I appreciate their etiquette for weddings, but let me help you all out. Let me help you motherfuckers that are about to throw away. If you're throwing a wedding this summer or spring, or, God forbid, this fall. By the way, first of all, rule number one from the Arnie States, this could be a new business for me. A-M-U. Arnie marries you. I am an ordained minister, Jalapena. I could also be a wedding planner. Here's the first thing. First things first. Um, 
you want to get married in church, you want to get married, I don't know, at a gazebo somewhere, you want to do, I don't care where your location is. Nobody. And, and it, it, unless you're a grandma, you're like an old person, maybe a woman, I don't know. Nobody cares about the ceremony. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants to get all dressed up and go outside and sweat for fucking three hours, right? Nobody wants to go to a Catholic wedding where it's 15 hours long, where people are lighting candles, and they're lighting candles together, and then they do some kind of crazy kung fu. First thing I'm going to tell a couple is nobody cares about the ceremony. Make the ceremony quick. Bam. I wore a sword and kilt to my wedding. Nobody could possibly top that. No. When you ordain my wedding, it will be when it's snowing, but I'll make sure there aren't any playoffs or important games for my sake and yours. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, Arnie's wedding and wisdoms. I like that, too. I like that, too, V. Coop. So uh, first things first, this this is all going to be about the reception. Number one, um, you, you need to have the, this is a priority. The first word is blank and then fountain. Okay, you need to have some sort of blank fountain there. Whether it is a chocolate fountain, a nacho fountain. I don't care if you have a caramel fountain. All these fountains where it's like raining like chocolate and cheese, those are a winner. I can get a handful of chocolate there. Not saying I've ever done that, but I'm not saying I ever haven't done that either. But the fountain of chocolate or the fountain of cheese, that's a must. Okay? Okay? Nobody ever wants fish. Stop offering fish at weddings. Fish is a loser idea. Chicken, beef, end. And by the way, look, look, look. If you're going to offer the big sit-down meal, you got to get good food, okay? You can't get some fucking, you know, top sirloin from fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, Matt's Meat House. You, you can't, okay? You, you're going to, look, look, look. If you're going to be sitting in the state, this is why you always go buffet, okay? Buffet is the way to go. If, if you're sitting down with me and you're thinking, well, we want to have a nice sit-down meal, I'm going to stop you right there. First of all, where's your fountain? You don't have a fountain? I don't know if I can officiate this wedding. Stephanie, uh, make sure that you have some sort of fountain at your wedding, whether it's a fountain of nacho cheese, which is I, one uh, high, I highly recommend. And then you have a buffet. Right, yeah, you can, you can, ha- you can have everything there. You can have Italian, you can have Mexican, you can, yeah, you can have a look here. Look here, I'm just going to tell you right now. You ready for this? How about a wedding with a build-your-own taco station? Boom, that just happened. Build-your-own taco station? Now, if you're looking to throw some money down, how about a -a build-a-burger section? Hey, now. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. That is set in stone as the wedding's needing to be in the winter. It'll be cheese. Okay, good. Good. We have a cheese fountain. Winter wedding. Okay. That's fine. Cowboys will probably be losing a playoff game, and Longhorns will be out of contention, so I'll be able to make it. 
So we've got the fountain. We've got the buffet set up. Now, it, it, look, look, you can try to have healthy choices on there. Also, I'm not getting uh, married, guys, not even in a relationship, but I'm always taking presents. <laughs> um, all right, so we got buffet style. I'm going to let you choose your buffet. I'll, 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 get, I'll guide you in the right direction. You know, maybe, you know, the, the, the taco station is a must. But like fried chicken you can have in there, maybe some, I don't know, linguine. If you're dead set on serving fish, I know that they make Chilean sea bass to serve in buffets. Salsa fountain for taco bar. You don't want too many fountains there, Triple Mom of five. I, I, great idea. Great idea, but, but, but we've already got a fountain established. Here's the other one. Now, now this is a big one. Now, you want to have a, a, a fun wedding. You want to have a great wedding. You want to have a lot. I'm just going to tell you right now, two words. Open bar. I know it's expensive. I know. I know. Look, and I don't drink. And I, we didn't have any of ours. Uh, look, I, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. When did the whole thing, the whole pomp and circumstance, fucking awful. Just it, it, the most rotten experience of my life the first time. Second time was the way it should have been done. Boom, boom, boom. Got it done. So, uh, so, so, I got married in Nashville. First mistake on seven seven zero seven. Second mistake, getting it done on a stupid day like that because it was not lucky. It was the most unlucky day of my life, and I should have ran to Mexico. Hell, I should have stayed on the golf course I was playing, the only good golf course in all of Nashville, the Heritage. Yes, I played golf that morning. Um. We got married in this, this bed and breakfast type place, right? That didn't have air conditioning. Now, mind you, we got married in a place that didn't have air conditioning where we were going to have the reception, and it didn't have air conditioning on July 7th in Tennessee. It was 106 that day. And guess who got blamed for that? Me. I don't know why, but I'm telling you right now. Uh, next rule, do not get married in the state of Tennessee. If I got married again, I'd have a, a bulk bin hopper array with a lever like a store with a variety of fried chicken. There you go. All the food, and I had good, I had pigs in a blanket. That was the only thing. That, this is, this is the, funniest, the, the funniest part about that day. Not the crippling drug addiction that it led me to. <laughs> um, but the one thing that I got to put on the menu, I got to put one thing on there. Because I was told, hey, hey, y'all, uh, if that's how she talks or whatever. Uh, yeah, you get to pick out one thing. What do you want on there? And I, I was so checked out at that point already. I was like, pigs in a blanket. You want what? I don't want to have no damn pigs in it. I was like, it's my one choice. So the, the pigs in a blanket were allowed. First thing gone, pigs in a blanket. Boom. I didn't even get to have one. I didn't even get to have one. 
All the shit she picked out fucking piled up. You know where I ate that night? I ate at Jack in the Box. That is not a lie. It was better than that shit they served at our wedding. Except the fucking pigs in a blanket because that was a big winner. In the non-air-conditioned fucking bed and breakfast. And then... Oh, oh. Say, uh, next, next tip I'm going to give you. If you hire a DJ, make sure he is not a recording artist or a, a future recording artist. And that you can fire him immediately. And, and this is why you have me as your planner. I will fire him immediately. If he says or does anything that you've asked not to do, like, for example, play the fucking chicken dance. I didn't want to hear the chicken dance. Guess what got played? The chicken dance. But the most egregious thing of the entire day. And I, I, I literally almost fired the guy on the spot. But I was told, no, no, we need music. It's like, <laughs> there's so many fucking DJs at this fucking point, at this fucking fiasco. We can, we can figure the music out. When they did the announcement, when he announced us as the United States, I wanted to kill him. I wanted to fucking kill him. To fifty to a hundred dollars on wedding gifts. Not in Tennessee. They didn't spend that. We got married early in the day, and the reception was lunch for dinner. I swear to this, I had whiskey and donuts. Best meal day ever. Mm. So uh, stay away. By the way, stay away from the bands. You got to get do the DJ. Do the DJ and just make sure. Some punk kid that just wants to play music and shut up. Okay? You got a fountain of cheese or a fountain of chocolate. If you want to have a fountain of cheese and chocolate, that will be allowed. Breaking news. Bam Margera is a wanted man in Pennsylvania and was last seen running into the woods. That guy's a fucking train wreck, man. I feel bad for him, but he's got got to realize that he's the problem. Uh, anything else for the wedding? Um, no, wait, look, oh, here, here's the most, uh, da, da, da. guys, now girls, y'all are used to this, and, and, and I take my hat off to you for this. You people wear the most uncomfortable shoes known to mankind. You do. Women all wear the most uncomfortable shoes, high heels, heels in general, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. Guys, wear comfortable shoes. You're going to be on your feet all day, and it's a pain in the ass. You got to take pictures. You got to talk to people you don't know. You got to have these dumb conversations. Ugh. I'm all about that elevated table for the the people in the wedding. That way you can be away from the riffraff that's getting too drunk. Fuck DJs, I programmed a shit ton of songs and put them on a CD to play at the reception, saved so much money, and the CDs didn't have any dumbass banter for the guests. That's a good idea. Not a bad idea. But there you go. Save money on a DJ and get another fountain. That's what I suggest. All right, 775-357-FANS is number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
1057-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. If you've missed the first two hours and 23 minutes of the show, what the fuck? Glad you're here now. But uh, there will be a test tomorrow, so you're going to have to go back to arnieradio.com and download today's show. Easy to do. Just go to arnieradio.com, join the site. Boom, all the shows will be available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There you go. Um, Alicia says, we got a three-for-one at our wedding. Our preacher was also the DJ and the MC. There you go. You made out like a bandit. Now, you also sent me a couple of emails here. Uh, you slid into my DMs here on Instagram. The first one you sent was a picture of something that was drawn by somebody, and they it's one of those things I just laugh at now. In the 60s, they said oil would be gone in 10 years. In the 70s, they said another ice age would happen before the 80s started. In the 80s, acid rain will destroy all crops in 10 years. In the 90s, they said the ozone layer will be gone in 10 years. And in 2000, the ice caps will be gone in 10 years. None of those things have happened. But they do say, but it's all resulted in more taxes. Interesting, isn't it? Isn't it interesting? But that's not even the most interesting thing she sent me. Because we have a little bit of... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, I don't know. In case you weren't here earlier, we got to go back. That's about it. Because it's today. I told you, when will we start seeing pedophiles expose themselves to young girls... And then go, oh, I'm a trans. You can't do anything about it. Well, a 42-year-old man who identifies as transgender was arrested by police in Peru after he was caught dressing as a schoolgirl and filming inside the school's female restroom. The suspect was identified as Walter Caesar Solis Collar. When authorities checked his phone, they discovered he had broken into several different schools while posing as a girl student. Police in Peru are now looking into whether or not the suspect is part of a global pedophile network. Yeah, the global pedophile network is all tied together, i.e. the internet and telephones. Have you had enough yet? Are you there? I mean, I, 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 seriously. A man dresses up like a schoolgirl and goes into school. First of all, how did he get into the school? I know it's Peru, so we don't really give a shit, but this will happen in America, I promise. Whether it's a school, a Chuck E. Cheese. He's filming young girls in there. Do we not see the problem here, people? Do you not see what we're doing? Oh, and 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 by the way, yeah. Oh, oh, Alicia, the guy doesn't. It, 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 I don't have. I don't have a link for the story. Um, but he he doesn't look like a kid. 
I'm going to tell you this right now, and you aren't going to like it. Until we, the correct thinking people, because I don't want to say right because everybody thinks, oh, I'm saying conservative. No, I'm saying correct. Until we, the correct thinking people of this world, put our foot down and say enough is enough. This, this, this idea that people are going to change their genders and do this stuff, we are putting children at danger in danger. And for some odd reason, we seem to be okay with it. Deport him to the next door to Columbia and have a chat with the hippos there. Yes, I, I mean, it, it's interesting because... A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Alicia, thank you for putting up that, the link to that story. Um, Christopher says, don't forget to mention that every one of those doomsday predictions were based in science, and people that question the scientific findings were seen as uneducated conspiracy theorists. Funny how we keep falling for the same crap over and over again. Isn't it, though? But that's not even the most egregious story I have. Because this next story just, it, it boggles the mind. This was on a flight from San Cruz, Bolivia to Madrid, Spain. So we start out in Colombia here. A British woman, who they've given the name Emma, even though that's not her name, who's in her 30s, was traveling on a flight from Santa Cruz, Bolivia to Madrid, Spain, was seated next to a man who started touching her inappropriately with his arm and pressing up against her breasts. She immediately told a male member of the cabin crew that the passenger had been pressing up against her and wouldn't stop despite her and her husband's insistence. Only for Air Europa employee to shrug off the shoulders and walk off. Now, first of all... I'm sitting on a plane with my wife and there's a dude sitting next to her and he starts groping her titties. Now, how do you think Arnie would handle that? How do you think any red-blooded man, this guy's from Great Britain, we will never lose to Britain. We, first of all, we've never lost to Britain in the war and we never will if this is the way their men are. Um, Alicia, I have no idea how the husband did not throttle them. The crew almost made the couple depart the plane. They almost made the plane land, and the couple was going to get kicked off. Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, mean Gene, all my Arnamaniacs out there. If Braddy get first of all, first of all, I don't like the fact that that I hate I hate middle seats. I do not fit well in middle seats. But if there's a dude that's sitting on the outside and we've got the the two middle, I will sit in the middle seat so Braddy Kid doesn't have to sit next to somebody except me. So first of all, the guy should have been sitting in the middle seat. First, that, that, first things first. Now. The second thing is this. If Freddie Kid were to lean over to me and say, Ernie, 
Honey. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for that voice. Um, Arnie, this guy's touching my breasts. What should I do? I'm not even going to hear the what should I do thing come out of her mouth. Because I'm out of my damn seatbelt extender. I'm standing up and I'm beating this man. What kind of man doesn't stand up for his wife and goes to the flight crew? The flight crew. Hi, would you like some lemonade? Yeah, that guy's not going to do anything. The old battle axe that's been a fucking flight attendant for the past 58 years, she ain't going to do nothing because she's fucking fragile. We've got the token employee on there. You name a nationality, they're going to be in the back. Oh, no, this is up to me? Oh, fuck, I'm doing all sorts of redneck kung fu on this motherfucker. Mm-mm. You better hope the air marshal has a fucking live gun because that's what it's going to take to stop me. You're going to assault my wife in front of me? Well, I'm going to have to fucking roadhouse you. I'm going to rip your trachea out. Yep. It just has to be done. Sorry. How does a man allow this to happen to his wife on a plane? Are they flying to fucking Spain to get a quickie divorce or something? Is like Spain the Mexico of Europe? Derek says, I would whoop his ass right there in the seat and then wait for the marshals to grab me. Amen. Now, you said, yep, that's just what Braddy said. That's not what she sounds like. I'm pulling a Schwarzenegger, snapping the dude's neck and telling the flight attendant my friend is dead tired. Please don't disturb him. Hashtag commando. Oh, this guy is, look, look. Once I knock him unconscious, that's when I put the figure four on him, hopefully tear up every ligament in his knees. I'm going to give him a stunner. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna, well, I'm going to do a fu- I'm going to kick him in the gut, and I'm going to drop him on that stack of dimes he calls a neck. Stomping a mud hole in him and walking it dry will not be a problem. My rage will be fucking uncharted. If we have to land uh, uh, of my wife and I, then I'm going to earn it. That guy will be unusable <laughs> fingers by the time we... That guy will have no usable fingers by the time we land. Oh, he's not going to have a fucking working esophagus. I'm going to choke him out. I'm going to fucking karate him. I'm going to hurt this person. And you know what I'm going to do then? This will be the ultimate. I'm going to paper cut his ass with all the magazines they got on the plane. <laughs> Thousand paper cuts. Oh. I, 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 like, seriously, like, first of all, I don't know how the plane is not taking her side. They, they, let, let, let's take the husband out of it just for a second. You got a lady on a flight, and you got a guy in his 60s, because that's what they said this guy was. The guy's in his 60s, groping this 30-year-old chick. They going, uh, oh, just give him one last hurrah. Is that what this is, a last hurrah? Land? Fuck no, that asshole's going to be fish food. I mean... I mean, let, let the truth set you free. If a man comes to attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to hi yah him, right? Nathan, call 911. Somebody will be saying that on the plane. Add sanitizer to the paper cuts. Damn right. Damn right. 
Uh-huh. Then might pour some grapefruit juice on it. I'll go to that damn the, the, the drink cart and grab some grapefruit juice and pour that in his eyes. That'll sting. Oh, I, 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 when I saw this story, I was like, how does this happen? How is this story uh, a, a passenger murdered on plane for touching woman? This is, by the way, by the way, ask family ladies. Is this something that you guys have to, because I keep hearing all these stories about airplane, like groping somebody next to you and doing that kind of stuff. Now, I've never seen it. And I, I'll tell you this right now, I, I don't want to see it because I will go to fucking federal penitentiary for it. I, I mean, we've had stories about guys fucking rubbing one out, sitting next to a gal, touching the female. Like, I, I don't like touching other people. You don't touch other people. If they offer you their hand for a handshake, you touch them. You, you shake their hand. But you just don't start touching them. Ugh. And I know that you're in close space on an airplane, but that'll give you no right to touch some titty. She's 30, so her titties are still kind of intact, I guess, unless she shit out a bunch of kids. They say, Nathan, telefono, nueve uno uno. Oh, cranberry juice. Okay, throw that in there, too. No, all in all, the, the, the person that assaulted my wife will be dead. That, that, that's all I'm going to say. They'll be dead. Try and stop me. I, I've read this story, and they don't, they don't give any kind of fucking direction of what the, the husband did. If the, the, the only thing I'll give you, if the husband is like a fucking vegetable, and if he's sitting there... You know, he's got an IV in him and stuff like that. Like, like like the little girl in the movie Airplane when they kept ripping her IV out when they're singing that song. That's about the only one. Fingers into the eye sock. The motherfucker's going to need seeing eye dog. Oh. Dude touches me. He's going to have some broken fingers. He starts jerking off next to me. I'm elbowing the fuck out of him. And that's before Blake touches him. Fuck that. Uh-uh. Nope. Oh, see, that's the flight I want to be on. Because, you, you know, once Blake takes him down and, and he's, like, choked out and he's asleep, I'm going to kick him in the head. Not not Blake. No, no, the assaulter. I'm going to kick that bitch clean in the head. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, this is, oh, well, we got to, we have to throw some things to the side. Alicia, promise you videos of that stuff. Um, oh, my. Uh, please have the video of this this thing, this transgender talking here. Oh, it doesn't have the video of it. Oh, oh, it does. Here we go. This is uh, Tara, who identifies as a lesbian, but is a man. Uh, this is what she has to says. say. If you back a wild animal into a corner, they're going to become a dangerous animal. So if you want to die on that hill of yours of righteousness and moral majority, then you go right ahead. I dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom. 
it will be the last mistake you ever make. I dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. This is a call to action and a call to arms to everybody within the United States that are scared, worried, have children that are transgender, lesbian, bi, or gay. This is a call to action. You need to arm up. Plain and simple. Go out, buy a gun, learn how to use it efficiently through and through because the time to act is now. You need to protect yourself and you need to protect your fellow transgender brothers and sisters and theys and thems. You need to protect the rest of us in the LGB community as I'm going to do myself because there are lots of people like me who are not afraid to die. I love my girlfriends to death, but I would rather die for them to secure their safety, freedom, and future than to live and not have anything done. So you go ahead. You protect your kids. Mm. Well, I just have one thing to say to that. I'm sorry. I'm your huckleberry. Oh, I, oh, oh, that was way too loud in my headphones there. One more time there, Doc. Uh, what, what, what do you have to say to Johnny Ringo? I'm your huckleberry. <clears throat> I heard the word dare in there twice, which means it's a double dog dare. And let me just tell you, I, I'm willing to accept that challenge. I like how he said, protect your kids, when I've just done two stories about 18-year-old exposing himself to 14-year-old girls who are horrified. Not to mention a 42-year-old man walking into elementary school girls' fucking bathrooms and filming them. So the old protecting of your kids, that was a stupid thing they said. Now, let, let, let me just say this right now. If you're a tranny and you're going to be protecting the bathroom and I see you and I say something and you, you want to say that's the last mistake I make, let me just say something. You better kill me. You better shoot me until I am graveyard dead. Because I am not only going to say something, but if that makes you do something, then, hmm, you're making me excited. You're getting me kind of pumped up because, well, <clears throat> I'm going to hurt you. I'm just going to hurt you. The, 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 the. Wow. Wow. If I made some sort of statement on social media, I would get a visit from a three-letter agency real quick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I saw this turd eater challenge accepted. I'll load the gun for you. So this guy is advocating murder. Yeah, pretty much. V. Coop says, I'll, cha I'll take the challenge. Uh, my wife showed this to me. Bring it on, bro. Whitewash says, hope he's willing to die for this cause because I'm sure as shit ready to die on that hill for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, not afraid to die. Sounds like you picked your hill, too. 
would love to see them try. They already get confused with a simple task. They can't handle something like a gun. I'll be your huckleberry, you cock. And then she says, oh, my God, that's awesome you played that. Oh, Mixler crapped out on you? Damn it. I mean, really? 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 You're going to threaten people's lives when they're trying to protect, and you give the air quotes for protecting children. I would like to see what this person's explanation would be. Oh, is it simply they're just a transgender? They're wanting to shower. They're 18 years old, and they're in front of 14-year-old girls. That's wrong. I can't believe. Whoa, holy shit. Is that real? Oh, wait, hold on a second here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Oh, hold on a second here. We got to get the right music to play here. Is is it in my beds? Uh, Let's see. uh, No, that's not one it. Um, uh, Hold on a second here. Let's see. I, I know where the music is. There it is. Everybody. Don Lemon, after 17 years, has been fired by CNN. Maybe he's going to take over for Tucker Carlson. In a statement Monday, Don Lemon said, I was informed this morning by my agent that I've been terminated by CNN. I'm stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved in this network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. There it is. I'm not going to read any more of his bullshit. It's either going to be a black thing, it's going to be a gay thing. I don't know. It, here's the thing. First of all, you don't get numbers. Secondly, you're an asshole to your guests. Thirdly, America doesn't like you. Oh, yeah. Oh, Stinkfist, you nailed it. Uh, Don Lemon will start his own show with theme music by Adele. You son of a bitch. My God, come on. Hello. Yeah, all right. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I don't want to meet you. Wow. That's big news. That is pretty amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tucker Carlson leaves Fox News. Uh, final appearance last Friday, just days after broadcaster agreed to a $787 million, or Fox did. Uh, Don Lemon's fired by CNN. Stun hits out at network for not having the decency to call him as his sexist on-hair behavior finally catches up with him. Um, let's see. Uh, Zach says he'll be at NBC next week. Probably MSNBC. Um, so fucking parable. 
Here comes the fag and black card in three, two, one. I'm newish to the podcast. Can I ask what your uh, infatuation with Adele is? Uh, I don't have an infatuation with her, but just for some reason, whenever her name is mentioned on the show, she just starts singing. Hello. There's nothing I can do about it. But thank you. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Uh, no, I, the, the truth of the matter is, it, it's just a little bit that I've been doing since we started this show because I can't stand her. That's just me. Um, but there you go. She says she loves it good. Uh, Mr. 305 is better. Well, of course. I mean, it, if, if, if we have to talk about, you know, worldwide influences and, and, and musical genius. Disappear like Banksy. From ocean to ocean, sea to sea, I'm something that you gotta see. Real fire till I die. Absolutely. What if Nancy Pelosi? Well, the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Sang an Adele song. God damn it again. Hello. Yeah, I know it's you, hun. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, uh, if, if sang that song in New York City. New York City! That we'd have to do them all. Uh, and she sang in a nightclub. We hold that 305 for intensely story time. Uh, me and Carter Pitbull International. We forget about Bad Baby, too. Oh, Bad Baby, she's just gone away. I mean... You know, we we st- we still have. Wait, where is she? Is she still in it? I I have this long list of songs here. I have one that that. Oh, there we go, right here. Uh oh. Well, this is good. This is taking it back, old school, ass show. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Nobody. CeeLo Green. Swollen with cash. CeeLo Green. Gold commode because they let you fuck. That right there. That 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 that, that and the neck rash. Mm-mm. All the pretty girls replaced Bad Baby. Well, that Bad Baby was never a great walk-up song. I mean, this right here. I mean, you can do a little dance to this song. That's why I like this song. All the pretty girls walk like this. I got my, my right hand behind me and I'm I'm waving it like a tail feather. Uh, that right there is a walk-up song. All right. All right, now back to our regular scheduled program. After the sexual assault on an airplane. Jesus Christ. 
I swear to God, what's happened to men in our society? And that's a Colombian man. You would, yeah, I mean, they, like they, they, he probably knew Pablo Escobar at one point, and he's going to let that shit happen. Terrible. Uh, let's see. Which, which, which terrible story do I want to do first? Well, let's do this one. No, yeah, yeah, let's do this one here. This is how fucked up Chicago's legal system is. Are y'all ready for this? I don't know if you're ready for this or not. Um, two teenage boys in Chicago, 14 and 17, stole a car and crashed it into a family, killing the baby child. Boys are accused of stealing a sedan, crashing it into a pickup truck, killing six-month-old baby, and injuring his sister and mother. Despite their actions, the two boys were each charged with misdemeanors of criminal trespassing for the theft of a car. So a 14 and 17-year-old steal a car they know is wrong. They crash that car into a family, and they kill a baby, and they're not even charged with vehicular manslaughter. They're charged with criminal trespassing. Hmm. I, 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 I just don't even know what to say anymore when it comes to these district attorneys. Ogre says liberal DAs got to love them. Sassy Family says, I hurt my knees singing that song in my head and strutting around the house. More like old broads walk like this. Um, it, 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 it. Where did this happen? This happened in Chicago. If, if, if I'm a taxpayer in Chicago, I want to go to the district attorney's office. And I, I, I don't even need to have a meeting. I'm just going to walk into his office. You can call the police if you want. I'll handcuff myself to the radiator. I just have a simple question. I'm, I'm not, this isn't me where I point out I'm going to physically assault somebody or hurt somebody. I just have a question. My question is, what are you fucking thinking? You have a dead baby. You have ruined a family. Now, you, the DA, yeah, you're, you're, you're adding to the ruining of that family. With two kids, hey, I know they're kids, but they committed a, a heinous crime. They stole somebody's car. First of all, stealing a car is fucking terrible. car is one of the biggest purchases you'll ever make in your life. And here's somebody who has a car and it's stolen from them. And then they take that stolen car and wreck it. You ain't even going to get the damn thing back in good shape. And it killed a baby. My question while I'm locked to the radiator is, what are you fucking thinking? This isn't like a kid who stole a fucking snicker bar. And ran out the 7-Eleven.
their actions resulted in the death of a baby. Is your response, well, they shouldn't have grown so attached to the baby. It was only six months old. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. When it's election time, the opponent just needs to show a silent commercial with a picture of the dead baby. I wish, you know, and, and that's the thing is that being in that town in Chicago, they, they're not, they're not going to have anybody who isn't, la- I mean, this new, the new mayor is going to be just as bad as the old mayor. Look, we, we, they put in a new mayor in Chicago, what, two months ago? And what happened last week or two weeks ago? Fucking tourists were being assaulted on the Miracle Mile by a group of teenagers who were revolting against poverty. Well, hey, you know what the best way to revolt against poverty is? Get a fucking job. Fuck, stay in school, get an education. Being smart is cool. If it's in New York, they just call that a late-term abortion. Pretty much. We only value your life in this country if you're fucked up. The only people who have value in this country anymore are trannies. They're the only people that are protected in this country. We've got a guy going along on, on TikTok threatening to kill people, but nobody says anything about that. How about if I put out a TikTok today and warn any transgenders about coming anywhere around my kids if I had kids? What would happen? I think Triple T hit it on the head. An agency with three letters would come probably visit me. But this is okay. Uh, Ogre says, Chicago, you get what you deserve. And I have to agree with him on that. And, and, and it's sad to agree with him on that. And then he says, Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. It's true. It is true. I, I, I mean, look, look, you want to put these people in office and then they hoodwink you, then you vote them out of office. You don't keep putting people in like this who want to defund the police, who want to make this. I can't imagine. I, I wish I would have watched to see what some of the campaign promises were going to be from these idiots that were in Chicago because we all knew that a Democrat was going to win. Trannies, homeless, junkies, and criminals are the only protected people anymore. It, sadly, sad, and I hate giving you this one, but... Correct the mundo! We have the mayor of Los Angeles. What, what, this is this weird, bizarre world that we live in right now. We have the mayor of Los Angeles willing to fork over billions of dollars, billions with a B, to renovate hotels that have been closed down in Los Angeles to turn them into homes for the homeless. We have a mayor in San Francisco that put together a committee to talk about reparations that will cost in the trillions, that's with a T, that nobody has any idea how they're going to pay for, but they're still moving along with it. We have open-air drug markets in every major city. Philadelphia and San Francisco are two of the absolute worst. We have a serial killer on the loose in Austin, Texas. 
What do those cities all have in common? Anybody? 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 They've all defunded the police. Now, as logic has it, and, 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 and I'm almost to the point where I'm just going to fucking say fuck the rules because we're the only ones that follow them. But logic would dictate this, that when you take police off the streets and for all you fucking liberal assholes out there that say defunding means they don't get like machine guns and, and helicopters and tanks to some point, but the number one cost associated with doing police work is, that's right, pay. That's right, what the officers make. So the best way to defund the police is fire a bunch of police, meaning you don't have enough police on the streets. City of San Francisco is about 500 police short. Did, did I stutter there? I said 500 short of the goal or what they need to actually run the city. Cops in Chicago are retiring left and right. I don't know why any, honestly, I, I take my hat off to you, you, you police officers out there. I know I, I give a lot of love to firefighters, but I, I, I have an equal amount of love for police out there. And I don't know how you do it. I, I, I honestly don't. I know that you want to make the world a safer place and that you're doing your job. You're doing what you believe that you are called for. And it, it's because of shit like this. Never stop. No matter how many failures. When you know you're doing what you're meant to do, you have to try. If San Francisco had more cops, Paul might not have been hammered. Oh, hockey player, nothing's wrong with her. I just, I'm not a big fan of her singing. I'm not going to say her damn name again. I've already played her song a hundred million damn times. <sighs> unbelievable. Yeah, you know what? I got to stop saying it. I got to stop saying stuff's unbelievable because it, it's not. It's more and more believable every single day. All right, last two stories here. First one is... Uh, Oh, God damn it. Of course. Of course. This guy would have to be from there. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Um, this is a story about 78-year-old Robert Lewis Jones. He and his wife decided, hey, we're in our golden years. Let's go take a cruise. Now, if you've never taken a cruise, cruises are okay. You're, you're stuck with the same people every night at dinner. If you drink, and cruises are fantastic. If it's all-inclusive, fantastic. You can get hammered. You got a duty-free shop on there. There's a lot of partying to do. Depending on what cruise line you're on, some of the food is really, really good. Well, sad to report that Mr. Jones tragically passed away 
on this cruise. And they're in the middle of the ocean. Now, when the ship docked in Fort Lauderdale six days later, remember that, six days later, his wife, who's grief-struck, and she can't, she can't enjoy the rest of this trip because her husband's dead. And maybe she can enjoy it even more, yeah, if you know what I mean, getting a little frisky on the side, waka waka. After she learned that the body of her husband of 55 years was placed in a walk-in cooler used to stock beverages to keep them cold. The lawsuit uh, alleges the corpse was first placed in the morgue, and yes, cruise ships do have morgues on them in case this happens. The ship docked in Puerto Rico after he died, and the suit claims his widow was given two options. Take the body off in Puerto Rico or keep him in the morgue until it returned to Fort Lauderdale. The suit claims the crew urged his widow to keep the body on board, which she did. And when the ship docked in Fort Lauderdale, the sheriff's deputy came on board, and the body, not in the morgue. Nope. Workers find it in the... Inside a blood-spattered bag laying on the floor of a cooler. The body is badly decomposed because the temperature was not suitable for preserving it. The family wanted an open casket, but nope. Now that the body is green and bloated, they could no longer do it and are suing for one million dollars. They did that. That's cold. Uh, yeah, cruises are really fun. We're going to be going on a beautiful cruise to the Bahamas this November. But guess what? My son and wife are going and having a baby in November, so I'm going to be a pawpaw. Well, congratulations, Derek. That's awesome. I knew about it, but he asked me to keep quiet. So uh, Walter walks in to get a bottle of beer and uses the teeth as an opener. If she's angry, I know a place where she could have gone to cool off. Hopefully she didn't miss her ice sculpting class on the Lido deck. 32 degrees, cold coke, and a dead body go to pieces to go, please. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. They just stick them in the walk-in cooler. Oh, it's cool enough in there. Uh, now, by the way, she will win that lawsuit. I'm sure the company will say, and, and once again, see, see, this is why you need to, once again, another business opportunity for me. I do not have any legal training. Uh, she just had her eight-week appointment. Everything looks good so far, so I figured I'll share the news. Good. Congratulations. Uh, the other business that, that I'm going to go into is a legal business, and I'm going to stop people from filing these dumb lawsuits that are only a million dollars. When I know you're going to win... This one right here, I should, you should be suing for at least $500 million. $1 million. Aim high with a lawyer whose office is in a strip mall next to 7-Eleven. Well, see, this is why you hire me. You, you call me in, and I'm going to sue. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I'll be a consultant. I'll be a legal consultant. I'll sit down with you and go, okay, uh, we're going to sue for, for $200 million. That way they'll give you a settlement of, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 million. 
20 million. That's better than a million dollars. You go in there suing them for a million dollars, they're going to settle with you for like 200,000. Stick it to them. They made your husband rot in a fridge. Terrible. Ogre says, adios, familia. Have a great moon's day. Hey, you too, buddy. All right, last story. The Love Honey Company is hiring 10 professional sex toy testers. And each will receive $1,000. Sex toy company is offering to pay people $1,000 to masturbate as a part of their market research. Love Honey is recruiting 10 members to join the new Orgasm Advisory Board, the OAB, where members will test out and advise on new sex toys. The chosen panel will receive $1,000 for a year's service and a monthly package of sex toys working up to $250. Wait, I'm getting paid $1,000 for the year? Well, that's bullshit. Uh-uh. If I'm going to be rubbing them out all the time, uh-uh. You're going to pay me $1,000 at least a week? See, I, I, I couldn't do this because I'm I, the uh-uh. The, the, you guys that use flashlights, uh, y'all are weirdos. I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Fleshlight, that that whole idea, that that. I, I'm I'm just going to tell you real quick, just just real fast. Uh, don't put your wiener in anything that isn't another human being. That that that's about the same. And and then you have to be careful of those human beings you put them in. But but no, uh, say blow up dolls. No. Mm-mm. No, that's gross. Those are stupid. The, these fake porn star, you know, hoo-hahs and buttholes, no. You don't know if a rat's going to get in there, and then maybe you're going to town on, you know, Jenna Jameson's butthole, and all of a sudden you feel a gnawing on there, and you're like, oh, wow, this is weird. Yeah, it's a rat that's gotten in there. No, thanks. $1,000 for the year? That sucks. Cowboys, I'm not even going to write what you just wrote. That's no, 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 no. Yikes. Good God. Um, yeah, whatever, what they talk about with Matt. Jeez, $1,000. You get free dildos. All right. Fantastic. Oh, or cucumbers. But I, like I said, I'm not reading that. Um, that is going to do it for us today, Ask Family. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. No, 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 no. Like Alec Baldwin, yeah. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow... Uh, oh, first of all, let me let me send out a big thank you real quick to uh, to uh, Hockey Man. Uh, Hockey Man, he, signed, he he sent me the the JPEGs for the sign language and the Morse code, so I've got those ready to go in my hip pocket. Can't wait for that. Uh, let's see, talking about uh, talking about things in vaginas. Have Christopher watched the movie Teeth? Oh, that movie is fuck. Oh, god damn it. Oh, that movie makes me cringe thinking about that stuff. Um, Y'all have a great day, and until tomorrow, 
Uh, adios, everybody. You ain't never fell as far as when you fall in love. Except the fall you take when you've been loved and given up. When you have your heart and soul rubbed into the dirt. An 80-proof bottle of tear stopper will take away the hurt. Give me an 80-proof bottle of tear stopper and I'll start feeling I forgot her. Get a little loose and lose her memory. And I won't think I'm close to dying cause it rises up all my crying. An 80-proof bottle of tear stopper always sets me free. is outside waiting to arrest him.